listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yeah. This is usually where I talk, but I don't talk. Place that my grandpa told me about as a child told me only a few could make it and the fakers ain't allowed. Be a star at your game, aim above the clouds. And if you miss, you'll at least be amongst your own crowd. I smile, cause now I see what he meant. I see it in the eyes of mothers when they uncover their sins and repent. Getting closer to Jehovah on their own knees bent. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tells podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're in the house with another of the Chitlin Circuit. Uh, guests, we got, it's gonna be kind of chitlin' circuit this, this month of March. We got some guests lined up <laughs> that people are familiar with. Um, well, wow, we about like the, the dude of the Clippers. We late on Black History Month, ain't we? <laughs> yeah, we like Donald Sterling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're a month behind. Sorry yeah. about that. We're inviting all the poor people onto our podcast because that means that you're also black. Yes. Um, and of course, uh, today's guest is, well, you might know him as Phenom Black. You might know him as Big Simba. You might know him as Simba No Durkins. You might know him as the legendary Brandon. You might know him as 12 different aliases that I can't keep up with. But uh, you might know him as Corner Boy, even. That's right, but, real uh, PSN fan. I'm a Corner Boy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and that's what's so confusing. Because I was like, Corner Boy? I was looking at lunch like, who the hell is Corner Boy? I thought Phenom Black was our guest. <laughs> I was very confused. I'm sorry about that. So say what's up to everybody, man. What's up, people? People, it's good. Oh, we gonna be cool. I, I put your first name on the streets now. I know that that is. Oh shit! Oh no! That means it's beef. It's on. Don't come after me. Yeah. Don't come after me. Don't come after my mama, please. <laughs> don't do it to me. <laughs> don't put my picture out there, nigga. <laughs> don't put my picture out there. <laughs> oh, so of course, uh, if you're listening to the show, then you know you can find us. You know, through searching for the Blackout Tips guy, uh, the Blackout Tips on iTunes, Facebook, and Podomatic. And if you're interested in checking out a cool podcast about hip hop and a bunch of other random shit with a crew of friends that have been friends forever, 
And ever, and ever, ever, and ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> and of course, their newest family member, Miss Music Lover, who you know from the podcast. Yeah, uh, Deidre, she's on there too. Uh, check out Where's My Forty Acres. You can search for it um, through iTunes. You can also go to Where's My Forty Acres dot com. Uh, it's the number forty, not the letter forty. And uh, you can also check out their Eargasm reviews, uh, Eargasm album reviews. You know, ears um, that they do, and it's the same feed on iTunes, but. I really do like y'all's uh the way y'all do y'all's album reviews, man. It's really good, seriously. You still there? You had to move, mama. They found us. Thank you, man. My bad. What you say, man? <laughs> Yo, man, y'all y'all's album reviews are off the chain, V. Like I, I right. you and Deidre, y'all do a great job. I like the way y'all play some of the song and whatnot when y'all talk about it and uh go song for song down the album the only thing is y'all talk about it so good sometimes it's hard for me not to go back and listen to the album like it took me it took me like an hour and a half to finish y'all ti review because i would i would i would hear y'all talk about the song and then i'll be like yo is that right let me go back and listen to that shit Damn, that is right. That shit was right. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we, you know what? Me and me and Deidre diligently um go through those albums, man. We talk about them, and it's it's just like we do the jokes, and everybody they talk about me on Twitter. How sometimes if if you want some sympathy, don't come to me for it, cause I'm not that nigga. But uh, I really, we really just try to go. We try to give every album a fair listen, even if we don't like the artist, we'll still give it a fair listen. Well, I enjoyed it, man. I think you guys do a great job, and anyone that's trying to get up on hip hop or just, you know, you know what it is. Uh, if you actually have heard one of the albums already, why don't you go to their uh, iTunes feed, find one of the Eargasm reviews or something you already like, so maybe like Gutter Rainbows or you know something like that, and then you listen to it and you and you and then you'll hear their perspective on it. That's what helped me a lot. I was like, oh, cool. So I can get, I can, I can dig where they're coming from. Yes, yeah, we're very hyped for this uh, Lupe review. Though we're really amped to do a review for this album. Yeah, that's a controversial review right there. You know that's yes. The album is fractured black Twitter. <laughs> I almost had it was Carolina versus Duke uh, yesterday, and of course you know we whooped Duke's ass. But it was Carolina versus Duke, and uh, my man Rick actually was coming from my head to tell me that I really didn't like the Lupe. That somehow I was just fronting, trying to be controversial, and I had to remind them, hey, it's Carolina versus Duke today, man. We on the same team. We not about to be arguing. <laughs> no, this is the wrong day. Yeah, it's about. They almost fractured the Carolina Brotherhood. Uh, Sad. All right, man. Uh, so, and, and I know for me, I haven't listened to the Eargasm, but I do listen to the podcast. I know for me, for those out there that want to hear new stuff, because I listen and I was like. I never heard that song before. Who that? Who that? I got a lot of who that. So I'm got. I gotta gotta get a list of uh, uh, the who that. So I can get them on my iPod now. And oh, wait, just check the feed. Check the feed. We um. I put the names of all of the albums that we the songs that we play in between the show for people who listen and go who that. Oh, so. okay. Well, then I'm not the only one. Then yeah. yeah. I actually uh, have most of the mixtapes and albums that they talked about download it now and if you want to check it out i'll put it on your uh, your iphone when we get off of the air can thank you um okay now you're listening to us so that means that you already know where to find us i already told you that but don't also don't forget that you can email us the at gmail.com 
you can call the show 704-557-0186 leave us a voicemail we always check the voicemails and do uh listener response on saturday mm-hmm. and we had a really good show yesterday with our responses yes and, we did uh it was very fun um you can always follow us on twitter i'm at roderman's prime i'll say that again that s and d-a-t and brandon's on twitter he's at phenom black b-l-a-k no c please no. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Oh, my bad. Oh, bad. Y- y'all oh, messed it up. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, my shows. You're just messing up the order. Um, don't forget the official weapon of the, pa- of the podcast is... The Taser. That's right. And the unofficial sport is... Bullet Ball. Okay. Bullet Ball Extreme. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, was going for, I was going for like a, a chipmunk voice today. I'm sorry. It, it, was, it was working. It worked. It worked good enough. <laughs> Um, now, uh, we are sponsored again this week, or Ooh. for the next two weeks, actually. Um, and the sponsor is, of course, ShadowDogProductions.com. Yes. And today's show is specifically sponsored by a movie that we just watched today. Yes, and live tweeted about it. Yeah, we, we did live tweet about it, and it was pretty good. Yes, And it's well. called The Trim Reaper. Now, I know what you're saying. Is this pornography? That's the same question i asked y'all yeah. want to know because i yeah. damn sure want yeah. to know i saw karen tweet trim reaper and i was like really the porn they just they, they tweet about porn now it's a whole new yes. foot out here and the, and the cover is hilarious it's this lady and she's dressed in like this white outfit and it's like this dude with a damn bunny yeah bunny costume yes and i was like okay what, what is she gonna fuck the bunny i'm very very confused. yeah it looks kind of like it's misleading a little bit like you're about to watch one uh, a furry Porno. I don't know if you ever ah, heard of furries, but no. furry buns. those people that dress up, they dress up in animal costumes, Karen, and oh. normally they have patches and like holes where the genitalia would be, and the people have sex with each other in these costumes. Oh. Yeah, they call them furries. Wow. Yeah, well that is not what this is. No, so, no, no furries going on. Yeah. For those looking for that, you would be highly disappointed. You would not be satisfied. This is not it. Yeah, unless you like uh, hilarious comedies. But um, if you came for uh, furry sex, yes, you might get blue balls. Um, <laughs> now, of course, the, the, the synopsis of the show, uh, of the movie, follow a hilarious ensemble, ensemble cast through a lighthearted social satire about speed dating as they navigate through the lies, deceptions, games, and outright mental illnesses of 20 people desperate to make a connection with someone, anyone. Not only does Beth have to avoid the advances of a man who dresses like a bunny rabbit, who needs a place to live, the wealthy but misanthropic jerk, the sex-obsessed pervert, and the socially numb stoner, she has to avoid becoming the 1,000th sexual conquest of the anonymous but virile Trim Reaper. The Trim Reaper, you can't let you can't lose a dating game if you don't play. This feature film is now on DVD at ShadowDollProductions.com. Of course, I will put up a trailer for the YouTube uh, on the site and a link to where to go to get the uh, movie. Uh, you know, of course, I'll handle that today. And um, let me just tell you, we watched the movie. Yes, we did. Because I didn't want to. I did not want to just say this shit and then don't watch the movie. That shit was hilarious. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, I was dying, dude. They they had. I don't want to ruin any of the jokes for people, but they had some really good writing in there, and um, the, even the actors and stuff. And of course, you know, this is not 
the same production value as say you know a major film but shit if you listen to my podcast then you already down with going against the system because we don't have the same production value as the time during the morning show yes we just happen to have better content and that's the same thing with this movie man uh a, a bunch of unfunny old people on your show <laughs> I'm, just talking about, I'm just trying to <laughs> you ain't got Mr. Supreme and bald headed Tom joining it <laughs> no. Nah, we actually, uh, you know, and that's the thing about this is like, yeah, you're not going to see Will Smith in here, but what you are going to see is people that are good actors, that have good lines, that had a fun time on their set, and you, it's so apparent that you can tell they were just like, uh, going, going in there and working and having, getting the fun, most fun out of the script. Yeah. And, uh, I enjoyed it, man. There was, we live tweeted it and everything, and, uh, it was we, a lot of fun. Yeah, there was a bunch of laugh out loud moments in there and whatnot, so, you know, check it out, man. It's, we really did like it, and you know, we see a lot of movies. And trust me, if it was shitty, I just wouldn't bring it up. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie to you and be like, I would be like, it's shitty, but I would be like, yeah. So y'all should check that out anyway. Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna go check it out, man. I'm gonna have to. Y'all stay promoting Shadow Dog every show, so um, I might have to go check it out, man. Y'all been plugging it in my ear every yeah. episode three times a week. Cause they support it. They support us, man. And the thing is, also like. You know, he's a cool dude. We email from time to time, and it's cool to see somebody that loves what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and is willing to put money behind what you're doing. Because, I mean, honestly, dude, that's it's a big help, man. Honestly. Yes, and then not only that, they have, they have very high-quality products. I don't, you know, a lot of times people hear names that they never heard before, and everybody automatically assumes it's not good quality. But this is very good right. quality. Right, yeah, like stuff. if I would have put that shit in and there would have been, like, shaky cam going on no yes. like niggas holding the, the camera with one hand and recording part of it from my iphone and shit like that trust me i would just tell you like don't don't check this out you know what yeah. i'm saying i it's guarantee the- you there's a production iphone app out there yeah <laughs> put a camera on your iphone like it's some nigga out there shooting a movie right now with his iphone for talking about some ios what the fuck y'all know about this shit <laughs> the only thing I record on the iPhone is homemade porn and that's everybody's phone <laughs> so everybody be careful with those um, alright man so let's do some fucking podcasting let's do this Um, we watched this documentary on Ronald Reagan Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple weeks ago and I didn't bring it up on any of the other shows because honestly it just didn't fit at the time but I have wanted to talk about one specific thing that came from that, that documentary mm-hmm. um, it's called Reagan it's on HBO you probably can catch it through the HBO like on, streaming on demand, on demand. Yeah. yeah Um, but this specific line and you didn't have to see the documentary to understand this but he said they were asking him about, you know, how the unemployment and the poverty rate had increased during his presidency. Mm-hmm. And he straight up told a reporter with a straight face, what about the people that want to be poor? <laughs> mm-hmm. And he sure did. I tweet, I, yeah, I went to Twitter and I said, that might be the dumbest thing I've ever heard anyone say in my entire life. But he meant it. And and, and, and the sad part about it is that I think once you get into it, and I know we was talking about this before, because of Phenom was on Insanity Check. We talking about this before. Money and poverty 
uh, goes along racial lines a lot of times. That's something people don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And when people with money, they assume people, poor people are poor because they want to be poor. They don't assume that you're just born in a situation. They don't assume that, you know, circumstances uh, happen to fall upon you and you just happen to be in a situation that you don't want to be in. Poor people don't want to be poor. That makes no damn sense. Right. Motherfuckers been watching too much Samuel Jackson in Jungle Fever. Like, just because he was dancing for $20 doesn't mean all niggas want to shimmy for $20. Just keeping it real. I don't know what the fuck Reagan was talking about. Yeah, it's that, like, part of it is, the, the of course, the, the underlying racial tones of American politics. You know, this is the same country that got cocaine banned by saying scary black dock workers would take cocaine, not be able to handle it, and rape your family. And I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. This, we saw the fucking yes, pictures. Yes. Wait a minute, dog. This is the same shit that they did for banning marijuana. They said that a black dude smoked it, beat, and raped a white woman. And that's why it got banned. I saw that history special on drugs. That's exactly what they had on the posters. Yeah. Big old black faced nigga about to rape some white girl and smoking a joint. Like, like it's amazing the racial undertones of our policies here and of course you can't really talk about it on the air you can't talk about it on these major radio shows because everybody gets uptight whenever you bring up race and everyone's quick to point out that they're not racist but yet we see this shit propagate and what I would say is one you don't know any poor people apparently or yes. Or you've gotten to a point in life where you forgot what the fuck poor people were like because his actual, his brothers actually had to work for, like, did government work during the uh, original Great Depression to, to put food on their family's table. And here he was dissing government programs and cutting off social benefits because he was like, this is entitlement programs. And this is, a, this is still a, a political ploy that is used till today where they tell you that any program that goes to help somebody who does not have money already is an entitlement program because they're not entitled to that that opportunity to make money yes and and i think the thing that i guess um the thing that makes me very very upset is uh when we watch the documentary it's amazing how things repeat themselves because a lot of the things during his presidency is happening now Unemployment rate was high. People were out of work. It was, and it was almost like, wow, is this 2010, 11? I mean, just the statistics they were reporting. Yeah. It was just amazing to see how history repeats itself. And it's amazing how all of a sudden, a lot of people who never thought that they would need unemployment, a lot of people who never thought they would need, you know, welfare, food stamps, a WIC, are going for these services. And then they're becoming very upset when they make too much damn money. Because two years ago when he was president, uh, people, the, the, the numbers were lower, so more people were assisted. Because the way it is now, you have to be living out of a fucking cardboard box in order for them to give you $2. And you're like, well, wow, you know, if I make $25,000 a year, which is not a lot of money, I make $10,000, $15,000, you might qualify for this, but we can't give you child care. You know, you're like, well, I only need a little bit of help for a little bit of period of time. Right. They rather help the people that's going to be dependent on it forever than they help the people that just need a little bit of assistance. Yeah, and I that's think, the part that makes me upset. I think get them, Karen. Get them. I think it was a public uh, service announcement <laughs> from Karen. That as in DAT. That as in DAT. <laughs> I think what's really frustrating <laughs> is to see that. The Republicans in charge now, even though they don't have legitimate majority power, 
uh, because they don't have the presidency, are offering the same quote-unquote solutions that Reagan was offering with cut social programs. And, you know, going after Planned Parenthood, going after teachers' unions, going after, you know, people's pensions and shit. Like, it's just complete utter bullshit and it's still drop in the bucket money compared to what we're spending on things like war and and and, and social security shit that yeah. that they're not going to touch because those people vote for them yes, so it's sir. very it's very frustrating man but so i just the whole this is the whole dc comic cycle and what i mean by that is like i truly believe that people like batman and superman were republicans because they constantly put motherfuckers in arkham asylum only for the motherfuckers to get back out and for new people to arise from the act like they're cleaning up the streets. That's all the Republicans doing, keeping motherfuckers poor and then acknowledging that they poor. And then when they lose, they try to come back in and be like, oh, we can save you, though. See, this is what the problem is. And we know how to fix it. And the stuff that's been going on is that's not really the problem. They're the fucking problem. <laughs> Nobody's looking at them and going, y'all are the, actually the fucking problem. Like as much as as much as these superheroes were heroes, they were also part of the fucking problem. Let's be real. So that's the way I kind of look at it. That's just the analogy that just came to me, like while listening to you. The same, the shit that they spit is bullshit. But they're also the ones that are creating part of the problem, and then they want to help you fix it. I'm gonna push you down, but I'm gonna pick you back up just to push your ass down again. Right. That's and, the whole point. And to see, the thing is with it is what where it really gets to me is I've never met. I like my family. You know what I'm saying? We didn't start i want like my personal family i've never been like broke broke i've never had to like you know rely on government assistance or anything like that but my family still had people living in the projects on government assistance that helped fucking raise me good people people that use that shit to get out of there and to have upper mobility and be in their own houses to be in their own communities and away from the projects by the time i'm the age i am now and so i refuse to believe that kind of bullshit when i hear it that the majority of people are just lazy because they're on welfare and they just they just don't want to get off it gives them incentive to be poor no man sometimes you need a help to get a leg up and nobody every dude that is sold some drugs or went to jail for stealing shit was looking for a quick come up and it's not i'm not saying it's right but it's just that they we they didn't know better they didn't know a better way and or they got so desperate or so exhausted that they just didn't give a fuck anymore and they went ahead and took that chance and what we got to do is stop people from making that decision and the only way to do that is by helping them by educating them and hoping that more people decide to do shit the way my family did and get the fuck out of there rather than you know take the shortcuts and end up you know in prison and the more you educate people and the more you help them rise and come up the more money that's going to end up not going into your pocket because people are quote unquote sometimes just dumb and lazy about things not not saying the way they saying lazy but just lazy about getting information and researching and actually learning the system that has corrupted and has been governing them they hold poor ass life so yeah. when you when you have these republicans they don't want to see these, they really don't want to educate these people and bring these motherfucking people up because it's taking money out of their pocket if they're running these business and multi-million corporations now they're calling people lazy but i want to know how many butlers do you have in your fucking house right. how many people do your dishes cook your food wipe your ass mow your lawn cut your leaves do your shit for you and drive you places man fuck you you want right. some shit and the thing is man like a lot of these like and, and it's kind of a dirty little secret we don't want that people don't talk about but we're actually making 
an industry, an economy off of imprisoning people. Like, so when we privatize prison, it becomes a business and thereby it doesn't, you can't operate a business without a commodity and the commodity being these people that go to prison. So like, if we can just ship one part of the economy, one part of our society from the projects to prison, back to the projects, back to prison, that's somebody making money and somebody getting jobs. And that's something that you just never hear addressed by these politicians, man. You're never going to hear that part of the speech where they're like, yo, we got to stop the cycle of being rely- of relying upon money because a lot of this uh, money that is definitely going to the private sector is coming from the public funds. It's, it's our raising taxes so we can pay for a jail that is actually run by a corporation and not our local government. So it's contradictory, yeah. man, to have that like to have the idea to clean up the world and to clean up crime and everything else, but then to also have the idea to get people more jobs. It's kind of contradictory because if you clean up shit. We won't need as many prisons, which means we won't need as many guards. We won't have as many jobs available for them. But at the same time, you're talking about creating jobs. Right. I'd much rather hear somebody you're saying is based off bullshit money. It's all bullshit money at this time. The way it makes us go around is just we're in denial. We're in denial of the hell we've created for ourselves. We're trying to get out of our own hell, even though we're digging the fucking hole. We're holding a shovel, but trying to get out. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I would rather I would much rather us put that money into schools and shit. And prevent motherfuckers going to prison by actually being able to educate them and being able to give them more resources. Because unfortunately, we're at the point now where our schools have to do more than just fucking educate. It's unfortunate, but because of family structures being fucked up, because, you know, moms having two and three jobs, not able to raise a kid and be there and all the time. We're getting to the point where we're going to, it would much rather, it would behoove us to make our schools able to have resources that go better that they can go into the community than to put them in prison which is where they're going to be going in a few years if you don't educate them that's crazy that my mom who works in who works with juvenile services and stuff is actually taking self-defense judo classes with your teacher from high school and middle school you know what i'm saying like they got to be able to defend themselves like she did like she does right. or that she did That's but they're the problem they got a union let's cut them let's cut their jobs <laughs> like are you fucking yeah. kidding me i've never been attacked at work <laughs> see you can do your a, reports today rod you can do your headlock nigga headlock headlock <laughs> motherfucker get your reports in yeah, if i get a paper cut it's on the cracking yeah but uh not, not i'm for real it gets you know paper cut you know that's the end of the day for me what you talking about oh, shit. um so i don't have those type of issues but my thing is too on top of what y'all talking about something else in our country and we we'll get off this topic in a minute is that in our country, as much as we um, pride ourselves in women's rights and women's equal, as women being equal to men, they're not because a lot of Republicans want to control children. They want to control how many you can and cannot have. So they basically want to control the woman's body. Republic of China now. That's what we own. And um, and, and 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 it's amazing. It's like don't nobody really care about your child. Uh, uh, until it's born. Once it's born, nobody give a fuck about it. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the reason why I said that's because y'all, y'all going and they want to. Sh- they basically trying to tear down Planned Parenthood. Do you know how many people use that? Uh, and it's not even for abortions, but they use it for birth control. They use it for assistance. They use it for STDs. They use it for. They give away a lot of services. Yeah, education for- um, classes and stuff. And the only two percent of their budget actually goes to abortion. Um, and it's amazing. 
amazing how Republicans have chosen this target to attack. Yes, and and, and, and the thing that upsets me is, is this. All it's going to do is going to be like it was when they banned alcohol. You can ban it all you want, but people still going to do moonshine. So you can say, okay, we're going to take away every avenue of uh, you having of you having a child because when you get pregnant, that's it. You must have this child. Then on top of that, you're going to have doctors charging ridiculous prices, doing them behind in the back alleys. You're going to have find a lot of women dead, killing themselves, trying to perform their own. I would rather you do it in a clean and sterile place. This is just me than to go through these back avenues. But that's what you're creating. And and then when when you know the murder way that all these women come, everybody's gonna look crazy. Like why are these all these women in the back corners dying? Yeah, well I don't think it'll get that extreme. I think what what'll happen is it'll be on a state by state basis with a lot of this shit. And people, you'll see a lot of people traveling to other states to get abortions and stuff. But the point being, attacking Planned Parenthood is ridiculous. It's yeah, two percent of the budget is about abortion. That's so you're gonna get rid of ninety eight percent of the shit that is doing good for the two percent of shit you don't agree with. It's just it's ridiculous. And the last thing I wanna say on this with the teachers, I'm not like how you know most teachers pay for school supplies for their own kids? Yes they do. Mm-hmm. Out of their own pocket. So their classroom is stabbing them with the pencils that they bought. Like I yeah. remember seeing Hillary Swank paying for them composer books for them kids to write their ghetto lives down and them. Them composition books. She paid for all that shit. Yeah, I blame Disney for a lot of this shit because they make it look like all you need to do to teach a bunch of kids in the hood is be a white woman and go there and believe in them and the shit will work. Like, yeah. I, those are the most fucking... All oh, those movies piss me off. If we so haven't bad. learned anything, if we haven't learned anything, when you send a young, moderately attractive white woman to ghetto-ass school, all you end up with is a young, moderately attractive white woman with a young black boyfriend right swerve off that's the only thing you end up with is these women on there for all i did was fuck them like that's it i educated them and fucked them y'all just fuck them that's the way i see it the game is ridiculous and it's i don't understand like two percent of our budget goes to planned parenting no planned parenting two percent of planned parenthood's budget goes to abortion Two percent of it goes to abortion. Yeah. Well, I, what I want to say is we need to have at least twenty percent of our national budget, or whatever, to how they give out money, which whatever way they do it needs to go to Planned Parenthood because there's a lot of fucking parents out here who needed to get some help planning that shit. <laughs> our kids <laughs> fucked up <laughs> now. <laughs> ass people, man. Like you spending money on all this other bullshit, but little Tyreek and little Jonesy Ray Ray Jr. is running around here being destructive because their mama is doing booty dances and taking pictures of herself in the bathroom and posting them on Facebook. That's yeah. all I'm saying. If we don't get to the kids earlier, they will be robbing us later. Like sometimes I see kids. <laughs> yes. Sometimes I see kids yes. out in public and I go, this nigga will be robbing me at some point. Just and it's not even. I'm not even. I'm talking about the age where they still adorable. But you see them in McDonald's and you see like they mama ain't paying no attention and it's six more of them all in the slides and they all go hop into the same, uh, you know, uh, the same deuce and a quarter car outside and you just go, okay, yeah, one of y'all is going to be sticking me up. That's how it works. When I'm out in San Francisco, man, I clutch my purse a little tighter when I walk past a group of black people. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right. Yeah, y'all t- take that how you want it. Um, so I got, I got some random thoughts here. Um... You know, I listen to a lot of comedians, uh, stand up and shit like that, and they all have the same take on marriage for the most part, is that it sucks. Why do comedians get married, and why do we always use their jokes as bits to define 
how marriage is. Because if you think about it, most comedians are in a marriage where they travel all the time. They're out every night. They're ne- like they're they're away from their wife most of the time. And then they go on there and bitch about it on stage, and we go, "Yep, that's right. That's how marriage is." Yeah, if you don't ever come home, like, why are we using them as examples, man? I don't know. I I just want to know what it's like when they go home, and their wife sees that shit for real. So you don't like when I wrap my head up and I put this skin cream on my face for you. I put it on for you, nigga, because you the one that don't be wanting to kiss me and shit when my bump showing. I use the facial cream for you, and then you go on stage to tell everybody that I ain't this pretty naturally. Yeah, it's the same type of jokes, you know, you wake up in the morning, she's ugly. Oh, let me tell you something about my wife. She won't fuck me. And it's just like, this, (laughs) like, they turn women into these, uh, they turn women into these motherly, evil necessities. Just, like, you gotta have them, but God, everybody fucking hates them. It's, and it's every comedian. It's every comedian. Um, so I, it just made me wonder, like, what the fuck? Like, why do we use these dudes as the Aristotles of our day, uh, talking about the human experience when a lot of times, man, you look at what their dreams are and their goals are, and, you know, you look at their personal lives. I don't want to imitate that shit. Hell no, I blame, but I blame women comedian too because they get up there and they co-sign the shit. Like if you listen to Adele Givens when she does her little stand-up shit, she be co-signing. She be like, "Y'all bitches is dumb. You bitches are annoying. Let your man do what he want to do." Yeah, that's come home. They they do that shit too, man. So it's like, (laughs) hold up, is it the brainwashed? Brainwashed the brainwashed? (laughs) What's going on here? Well, what I'm saying is, with the women comedians, think about them. They're also out every night traveling for days of the year never home and then they're telling you like well this is why you can't get a man bitch why this is why you can't get a man stop talking about everybody you don't know what the fuck you're talking about if i'm gonna call out steve harvey i'm just gonna let these motherfuckers just keep talking about women ain't shit on stage and then meanwhile this motherfucker really ain't shit as you know being there for their own family and kids man a lot of times so it's keep it real can we keep it real i laugh because it's funny I don't always laugh because it's true though. Right, that's true. Let's we gotta separate that, man. We got to draw the line here, y'all motherfuckers. Just cause that shit funny don't mean it's true, dog. <laughs> just cause you want to repeat it a thousand times don't mean it's true neither. Yeah, it's just funny, but you know, I, and I, I, say, I know there's a lot of truth in comedy, but it's just funny to me when people quote comedians all the time. It's just like, uh, do you know that Cat Williams is also insane? Like, you know, I understand that ain't shit bitches might be fucking with ain't shit dudes, and that's cool. Um, Cat Williams needs mental health. So, yeah, that's, uh... his daughter in the headlock when she yeah. talk back to him. I'm just saying, like, I don't know what state he live in, but if I was out in public and I put a little black child in the headlock, some 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 judge gonna put me in a pen lock. Yes, Real they talk. are. So, if you don't... Yeah, so yeah, exactly. But they do that for every nigga in prison. Yeah, there are no keys. so long to get some of them out. This innocent. No Hold on, we got to find the key. We threw it away. Yeah, All right. There's no keys <laughs> for Negro jails. Um, I, I the other day we started the podcast and I was telling y'all how there were two dudes out in front of my house and they were both black and so I had to coordinate an emergency impromptu strategy because I was like, who the fuck are these niggas? So the you know they would and they would park directly in front of the crib like. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they could have been here for the ne- dude next door, but they were parked in front of my crib. And so, uh, you know, I got out. I had nodded them. You know what I'm saying? I'll give them the, the what's up. Like, I see y'all. 
and dude didn't even head nod me back. He just gave me eye contact, and I was like, okay, so this shit, yeah, this shit might get real. So I went in the house, disarmed the alarm. He was being incognito. Yes, exactly. Ah, I don't play that. So I went in the house and disarmed the alarm, and um, I I was going back and checking the people like every every thirty seconds, like. You know what these niggas doing? When are they gonna leave? And so uh, Justin and Will were coming over, so I texted them and I was like, "Man, y'all just come straight on in, so these niggas know we rolling deep in here today." You know, so if they come try to take out the crib, they gotta take us all out. And then I told, I called Karen. I said, "Karen, um, you know, make sure that you call me when you're in the parking lot, and I'll just come out and you know walk you to the to the house and shit like that." And of course, Karen was fucking up like she. Karen, <laughs> I, if I needed an accomplice. I need an accomplice for some simple shit. It's I'm terrible. Karen's, Karen's terrible. Karen left the car running. <laughs> yes, because he's making the door, me panic, rushing me out. She just opened the door, got out the car, left the keys in the car. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? What, the, what are we, what is this? me panic, man. I'm sorry. I called you to prepare you for this moment. You know what I'm saying? I, it wasn't like I sprung this on her impromptu. I called her and prepared her mentally for what was going down. Yes. And she still fucked it up. Yes, that's why I don't commit crimes. Yeah, so my anyway. My ass would go to jail. They'd be like, you and I will sing like a canary. It's so okay. It, my girl is the same way. I would not trust her with the bomb that might end the world. Like, I got one, I got ah! three fingers left on one hand. I need you to just hold this. As soon as I try to drop that shit in her hand, she go drop it. I wasn't ready. Right. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I go, so anyway, we get in the house eventually and everything's straight. They drove off, then they came back, and I think they were just waiting for my next door neighbor because eventually he came home and I heard they all were talking and shit and then he left. But it made me think. I think I was being racist. You were. It was when it's white. When it's right to be white, right? When it's right to be white. Ain't exactly. nothing wrong with that, dog. Nino Brown could be living next door to you, man. You don't know. I was definitely. Know. I was racist to those white people, to those uh, brothers, because if they would have been white, that shit would have went way differently, man. Like. You know, but if they were white sitting there looking at business papers in their car in front of my house, I would have walked right over to them and said, hey, get the fuck out of here. Beat it. Because I'm not scared of white people. And that that's fucked up. That is even I only gave them. It's like the racism worked in their favor. Like some people would be like, oh, you were racist against them. Man, they didn't know nothing was going on. They Everything was fine in their world. But if they was white, I probably would have been like, hey, man, what the fuck are y'all doing over here? All that shows is the power of the black man. Even we scare each other. That's how powerful we are. We all supermen. And we all recognize that we all supermen. Yes, and it's official. I ain't the only racist person in the podcast. Yeah, I was racist against my own people, man. That's right. It was fucked up, man. I was I, I was so I'm... racist, I was scared to be racist. I couldn't even do nothing to him. I, yes. If I if I would have been racist like Karen, I would have just been over there and be like, beat it, niggers, and burn the cross or something. <laughs> Any bad when you got to choose, should you be racist or should you not be racist? Like, if I walk over there and shake this nigga hand, will he stab me? Right. Or should I just not walk over there, shake this nigga hand? Should I actually walk in the house, triple, dipple, double lock the door, set the alarm, and have Popo on speed dial? It was crazy, man. It was crazy. It is crazy, but that's life, man. That's just, that's it. That's how it is. People crazy. So I don't really talk it up to racism, but the fact that they was black, I might have to this time. Plus, I mean, you know, plus my name is out there on the internet streets, so you never know who's coming to get me over the message boards and shit, dog. I know. I'm going to have to really get me an official taser. 
Yeah, I was posting some tweets and shit. You never know who's going, who's reading those tweets, and they got to get you, dog. Maybe they don't agree that LeBron James is the best player, and that means bullets got to come out. You know, I'm just letting you know, I'm not gonna be able to stay on the show much, much longer with you. I got a um, taxi outside. You about to load up in a little bit. Jason Boy got me on the phone. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, it's just, hey, dog, just the way it is. You never knew me. Yo, you never <laughs> knew me. Another thought I had too, man. The world is a sad place, and. I know it's sad because I listen to podcasts at my desk, and a lot of times I'm holding in a laugh, you know, smiling, um, you know, just kind of chuckling to myself. And the other day, my boss asked what was wrong with me. And I was like, for what? She was like, you always smiling and laughing and stuff. And I was thinking, like, what the fuck is wrong with the world where a nigga, a nigga can't smile at work without something being wrong? Like, no, people, people ask you that, and this is, I kind of realize this. When they know they treat you like shit, they know most people are angry and they asses don't want to be there. So when you smile and they think something's wrong with you for just being happy. I've been asked that a lot at my job too, so don't feel bad. Wait a minute, you like your job? You like this shit. You like getting up and coming to work. You like, come, hold up. You like drinking coffee, nigga. Like, you like needing to have to drink coffee because you like this shit? The fuck is wrong with you? We didn't go to college four years and get a degree for you to come here making all this money to like your job, nigga. Hate that shit. The fuck is wrong with you? Go get you pills, nigga. Go get you help. You ain't supposed to like your job. <laughs> exactly, man. And it's funny because it's like, what do you want me to do, man? The only thing getting me through the day is my delusion. Say that again. Hello. <laughs> How you gonna take that away? Say that again. And for me, it is too. I know at my job, I listen to all types of podcasts. I try when I can. I try to tweet about them, and a lot of times I have to be careful because sometimes shit be so funny. I mess around, be like, ha 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 ha, and bust out laughing, and everybody be like. What is so funny over Don't you hate that? Don't you hate when you laugh by accident? Like, yes. you've, been holding, you've been holding in so many laughs. I can't remember what it said. It, it must have been when your last show was right. And you said something, man, and it just came out. Like, I, I, it was just ah, like, ah. and the dude sitting beside me goes, he looks at me grinning. What's so funny, man? <laughs> I can't tell you, dude. <laughs> yes. Come on, man. Like I was, I was sitting in a meeting the other day, and we're doing this meeting, and I'm listening to, uh, I think I was listening to Blacking It Up, and they said something funny, and I think one of the guys was giving a serious explanation of a project he was working on, and I kind of, <laughs> and I smirked. I didn't even laugh. I just smirked, and he looked at me, and he looks, he focuses all his attention on me, you know, with two headphone jack things in my ear. Now I got two earplugs in. He focuses dead on me and goes. Well, this project is a very important project. I'm just saying. I don't understand why we can't do that. I don't understand why they can't work the way it's supposed to work when it's supposed to work like that. I've been doing this a lot longer than you have, Brandon. So there's no reason for you to think this is funny. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to do my job, dog. All right? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at him. I was like, hold on. Let me turn the volume down. I ain't hear a word you just said. <laughs> <laughs> so he really thought. He tried to explain himself to me, and I didn't even know what the fuck he was talking about. I was blacking it up. Dude, sometimes, yes. sometimes at work, I just be wishing... That it wasn't a work environment, so I could just tell somebody, like, can you just shut the fuck up and calm down? Like, <laughs> none of this shit is important. Like, this is this is like being a sports fan. None of this shit that you're obsessing about is the important day-to-day task that we need to have accomplished by the time we leave here. You're obsessing over shit that might make you look better, but it ain't about to make you no extra money and shit. No, nope. Chill. Nice. People don't like when you tell them to calm down, though. Like, when you, when you check people, they don't like that shit, man. 
I do that at work every once in a while, and I think it really pisses my boss off when he's really excited about something. And I'm like, calm down, dude. It's not that great. It's just a job. And he he like he be wanting to choke me, dog. But he's scared to choke black people. So yeah. Go ahead, Ken. And, and, I, and I feel you on that. That's the thing that most people fail to realize about their job. They don't pay you to be a snitch. They don't pay you to be an undercover reporter. They don't pay you to be eyewitness fucking news. All they do is pay you to sit there and do your job. That's it. They don't pay you to gossip. They don't pay you to do any of the other stuff. You're doing that shit for free. And I think that's why I get on, especially being a woman, most women don't like me at my job, and not in a bad way, because they come to me with that, and I'm looking at them like most dudes, like, okay, don't you see these big, super double barrel headphones I got on? It's obviously, I don't want to hear a damn thing you're talking about, but you're going to make me put blacking it up, or where's my 40 acres, whatever the hell I'm just doing, pause, to take my headphones yeah. out, to look at you, and you're going to tell me some dumb shit. Yeah, why do I, like, that's the thing, why do I get so annoyed at just having, it's a podcast, it's not live radio, but just having to pause my shit, yes. immediately bring me out of my zone, like, why are we talking? What, what is why. going on here? No, they always get you during the joke. That's why. I guarantee you it's always during the joke. Like, they are talking about something funny on the podcast. So then I looked at her and I said, what the... Excuse me, Brandon. Uh, I gotta ask you a question. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck, dude? Like, he was... Oh, fuck you, man. Yeah. You don't ask me to do work in the middle of a joke? It's like, dude, I'm trying to pretend I'm not here. Can you please yes. shut the fuck up? <laughs> I'm trying my yes. best. This is like... Uh, your job is kind of like that happy place. Like, podcast are like that happy place that you go to when you're being sexually assaulted. And ah! the job is the eight hours sexual assault on your conscience. And all I'm trying to do is stay in my happy place all day. And when they bring me out, I'm always like, yes, what do you want? God damn. It's like having sex with that ugly chick who keep trying to cut the light on. Yes. Like, leave it off. Clap off. Oh. <laughs> Keep the lights off, please. Um, so IHOP is serving chicken and waffles now. So they stole some shit from the black man. Yes, they did. Roscoe's. Yeah. Waffles. Um, you think they gonna just call it just the diabetes meal? Like, can you know they have a healthy menu? Do they have a diabetes menu at IHOP? I don't know. And I bet you they chicken. I bet you that's some white folks chicken. No problem. Nothing against white folks. A lot of white folks don't chicken their food. <laughs> but, you know, I know it's like, you know, it ain't gonna be like how black folks make their chicken. More racism. I just wish y'all had. I wish y'all shit was a video. So you. So when she started talking like this, y'all had a little message running under her. Warning. Warning. Racism about to come. Yeah. About to come. Karen like Karen like Sarah Palin, dude. Like Sarah Palin got to say ratchet shit during the during all the campaigning because she was a woman. But that shit was still more fucked up than anything McCain said. Karen is, she says way worse things than me, but nobody understands that she is the real racist of this show. Oh man, it's because it's coming from a woman. Yeah. So, Ain't that bad though? Chicken. <laughs> white people got their own chicken now. Look, now white people may love cheese, okay, but they don't have their own version of chicken. Well then black folks love chicken. I mean, right, I mean, we, right. we, that's why we, I came up with my stereotype. The most of it. We consume the most of it. We consume the most chicken? I don't know about that shit. Don't believe everything free. Remember when we went to that Bojangles when we first moved over to the white part of town? Yeah, Bojangles that line was, was jumping. That was a fucking lie. <laughs> that Bojangles was jumping. We was looking around like, white people love this shit too. Yes. They've been Fried fucking well. with us. Fried as well. But I mean, if, if IHOP is doing their whole waffles and chicken thing like Roscoe's, then I expect them to probably call it the shit like the nitus. 
nitis for niggas. That's what I. That's what I expected. Have y'all seen our nitis menu? What do you put on the chicken and waffle? Do you just put syrup on both? Like, yes, you what do. What do you do? You put honey yes. mustard on both? Like, what the yes. fuck? <laughs> How do you season that? This shit makes no sense. Yes. Some like, nigga go right. I don't want hot sauce on my waffles, and I don't want butter on my chicken. This <laughs> makes no sense. I don't want blueberry topping on my chicken, dog. That's it's all I'm saying. Like, it's not. It's chicken, not blueberries. It's like the best of both worlds. Do I pull the skin off my chicken and put it on my waffles? Making waffle sandwiches. That's, <laughs> see, that's what I was thinking about. What you just described is some is what I call the nightest. That shit will be on the nightest menu. Skins. I motherfuckers will be making sandwiches between waffles and chicken skin. But wait, where's the white meat? You just got the skin, nigga. <laughs> Yo, um, another thing I was thinking about, man. Um, you know how they have like, if you ever seen a Michael Jackson video, uh, like bad. You know, sometimes they have impromptu dance-offs. Yes. Right. And then um, some movies and some some books I've read, they've had like the rumbles. Yes. Where everybody fights each other. Yes. Has anybody ever mistakenly shown up to the wrong one? They come and they beat it outfit and they tap dancing or yeah. you know, like they, no. Well, you show you you have a beaded outfit on and you show up to dance and then a nigga just pulls out a crowbar and whacks Roscoe inside the fucking skull. What, what got your legs crazy? <laughs> I was showed up at the wrong place. Crazy <laughs> showed up at the wrong place. Yo, Heavy D's uh, dancer didn't fall off stage. That was a fight off. And stop that shit with a dance off. And that's how it happened. Oh, the, the wrong location? Yeah. Well, I just wondered, though, or vice versa, where just like it was a dance off, and a nigga just showed up and started punching me when they was like, hey, hey, buddy. Calm down. You're not even dancing to the music or anything. What are you doing? You don't even have tattoo dance shoes on. What's going on here, yeah. buddy? We don't allow sneakers in this. Calm down, nigga. Pop and lock. Pop and lock. Pop and lock. Now, oh, back, to, back to what we were doing anyway. Boy, boy, crazy boy. Just hey. keep it cool, boy. And a one, and a two, and a three, and a four, and a swirl. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's what they do. Oh. Uh, or the new school dance house where the, the, yes. the fucking set it off shit. Like, yes. do these dudes like show up and it's like, you got served and then niggas just pull out a gat like, no, nigga, y'all getting served. <laughs> <laughs> Serve this, nigga. Come off the pockets. <laughs> Man, you ever, you ever been watching one of those new movies? With like old folk, like your pops or something, you watch like Step It Up, and then they come in with some shit talking about something. Boy, that ain't shit. All them backflips and acrobatics and gymnasium shit. Back in the day, we used to do the two-step. What y'all know about the two-step and the funky chicken and shit? <laughs> yeah. And I'll be, like, be like, really? We gonna compare y'all flapping your motherfucking wings to this nigga Chris Brown spinning on his head? <laughs> doing, a, doing a full 1080? Are you serious? No. Get out of here, man. Brandon, the, the moment I realized, and I love older people, but the moment I realized that they stories was some bullshit, we was at Roderick's, uh, one of Roderick's grandma's house, and she messed around and put in some old school music, talk about stand up in it. I listened to the fucking lyrics of that song, and I looked around at Roger like, they better not say shit that's about my music. Yeah, it might not it, it might not be a rap form, but we talking about the same damn thing. Yeah, they, they are though. They in denial, dog, because that that turn off the lights and shit, man, that is nothing but some pussy seduction. We just we just more blatant with our shit now. We just yeah. very blunt. Like, I want to fuck you, but yeah. this nigga was in there. Turn off the lights, light a candle. I said turn them off, girl. Turn <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? 
what you what you think he was asking you to turn the lights off? What y'all about to have a surprise birthday party? Now I I'm not joining in. I'm not joining in on the slander of old school RV because oh me oh me, oh, me no, I love personally old school that shit was better. But uh, y'all are right that the themes have always been the same because That's my point the human beings have always been the same. We want to fuck, so it's like you can put it in colorful language and, and be y'all scholarly with it, like Al Green and shit. Or you could just say the ratchet shit that all these niggas are saying now. But I, I can't front. I do not prefer the R&B. Like, the R&B that's on the radio now, I prefer, like, the more neo-soul style. Because some of the shit I hear on the radio, I'll be like, yo, they not even trying. Yes, and I'm, and I'm not excuse me, I'm not saying all I'm saying is that when Brandon's talking about how can old people shit on our music mm-hmm. when the content is the same. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, everybody has always wanted to fuck. And there's more artful, tasteful ways to say it. But also... They are taking the best music from when they were younger and comparing it to our worst music, which is fucked up. Because I've yeah. never heard them shit on Jill Scott the way that they would shit, on. shit on Lil Boosie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I always say that. that. Y'all music today ain't shit. That's funny because I just seen your ass walking out of an Erica Badu concert talking about some man, she sure can't put on a good show. Right. What, like, what? Wait a minute. Hold on. Now, are we Are we to say that y'all did not have bad singers? Back in the day. Now, I understand, admittedly, that, yes, there are way more bad singers today because that's what the industry is about. You know, it is about it's mediocre singers. Who that's right. Man, right. Man, yeah, I'm like, look, I'm sticking with the shit that I like now because a lot of times they try to make everything back in the day sound better. Like, boy, you what you know about having a record and you pull it out and sometimes it's scratch and you got to take it and you got to <laughs> blow it off and you got to change the needle and then you put it on and sometimes you got to take on there and, and put a little piece of gum underneath. I'm like, nigga, nigga, that's not better than hitting play on my iPod. I know it's so. <laughs> but that's just yeah. like motherfuckers who be like, ain't nothing like we back in the day when you had the tape deck and you used to sit by the radio all day waiting for that one song to come out yeah. so you can record it and sometimes your max will break and yeah. when your max will break you got to pull out a TDK and when you pull out a TDK you ah. hope that motherfucker works because the song only plays two times in one day I'll be like man fuck all that shit I'm just going to YouTube yes. right yes. <laughs> or Pandora is genius yes or if you don't have that problem you have well all we had was which which I actually got one my mama got one in our house all we have is a 45 the 45 had to be good because if that shit was terrible you had to listen to the whole thing we didn't have no fast forward rewind and skip and all yes. that shit like y'all got nowadays I'm like what are you talking about dude I don't like any of this no give me the hot songs please I'll yes. skip past the bullshit yes but um give me a pause a rewind a fast forward and I'm good. Um, have y'all ever had a bathroom experience that was so bad that you ended up retracing your dietary steps like CSI? Yes, find out what the hell had you there. Yes, like I've been on the toilet before and been thinking like, okay, wait a minute, I did. Did I go to the Wendy's? What did I get from Wendy's? No, I, it wasn't Wendy's. I didn't even eat that that day. Yes, I had that salad. Uh, what was I was at that potluck. I, I, knew not that, <laughs> I knew not to eat that bitch's casserole. She owns cats. You know, just... Yeah. Like, I start breaking my shit down like I'm looking for the suspect that poisoned me. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, I walked in... Um, I, I don't know if y'all saw my tweet the other day. I tweeted, uh... I said, it's two things I'm not built for. Milk and prison. And that came from me walking... I Like, I walked in the bedroom. My girl was sitting in there. And my bathroom's in my bedroom. And I just walked in. I put some clothes on the bed. I looked at her. I was holding my stomach. I said... The milk's gone bad, and then I just walked <laughs> in the bathroom, and she see me. She see me for about two hours, 
Ah! And now she's always joking on me whenever we go eat some ice cream and shit. She'll tap me. You gonna be okay? Fuck you! Fuck you! Yes. I like ice cream. Even though I'm probably gonna be on the toilet for about two hours. I have just developed lactose intolerance. Dude, I've I take a, it, dude. I, dude it, it's been times where I've tried. I've been sitting on the toilet and broke out in a sweat, and I was just like, "What did I eat, yo? <laughs> what did I eat? Like, it's like, am I gonna pass out? Like, any time you've ever contemplated death on the toilet, like, am I gonna? Are they gonna find me like Elvis, yes. dead on the toilet? <laughs> I, yes, I, I would hate for to see that happen. Cause see, I would probably be the one to find them too. So no, right? Yeah, I just all I know is, man, it's just certain shit, like. Anytime you shit so bad, it made you contemplate. Like I'm gonna, you start promising to God and shit. Like I'm gonna change my diet. Tomorrow is the day I will never eat there again, Lord. If you just let me yes. live. But my shit is when you do that and you just sit there afterwards. You like, oh my God, Jesus Christ. Woo! And before you realize it, you've been relaxing for 15, 20 minutes right. after you shit. Like your legs done got went to sleep. Like, I don't know, man. That, was, that shit, dude. I, it's like, I'm not going to make it shit. So I don't like yes, those. And then not only that, a lot of times when I realize people don't eat right. They don't eat fiber to make shit move. Right. So then when they go, they constipate as hell. Because all that beef you've been packing on top of that cheese you've been packing on top of the other stuff you've been packing, that shit ain't going nowhere. And that's why it takes you 45 minutes to shit every day. That's 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 not functionable. Go, mm-hmm. go to the doctor if you have those type of issues. Um... I, y'all see these State Farm commercials where, like, a car gets wrecked and then the person just goes, and like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and then their insurance agent shows up and fixes the problem. Yes. And if you keep saying that shit, you can make other shit appear. Yes. Hey, man, I'm going to need these State Farm customers to start dreaming a little bigger, please. I know, that's right. The shit, they, this is so fucking petty. What kind of customer base is this? Like it's all they uh with a new girlfriend. Like a nigga think and about a the world. Right. What about this? How about with uh healthcare for everybody? How about that? World peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the end to the Libya revolution. Like, yes. Everybody like that and like that episode of Family Guy where Peter <laughs> where Peter wished the same thing three fucking times. Like he's though they oh he asked he had that one question. Or something like that. Was that The Simpsons? There was one on where dude was like, um, you have one question. And he was like, okay, are you the so-and-so? And dude was like, yes. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Thank you. Seen you in a hundred years. Like, what the fuck? Uh, he had three uh, times to ask. He had three questions, and that was it. And they had to leave. He had the same fucking question uh, three times. Like, people are shallow, dog. Like, they don't, they don't realize the power that they have. Yeah, it's so, just, it's yeah. weird, man. Like, the only thing they thinking about is they dick in these commercials. It's a, <laughs> can I get the girl from apartment 5B? Can I get a hot tub? Yeah, like, <laughs> where is the fucking thoughtful... Nobody asked for a million dollars. Like, even even big things that would help their lives. Like, can I be debt-free? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. It's just ridiculous, man. Can I just pay my credit card bills off? Well, anyway, since, since, since we got Brandon here, yes. I thought we'd do some hip-hop subjects for, for a few... Uh, of our news topics because we're now into the news portion of the show. Okay. And, um, you know, since he knows a little bit more about hip-hop than maybe me and you, Karen. Yes. Um, I'd like to get his take on some of the ridiculous bullshit that I looked up when I was looking for news today. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> so, rap pioneer DJ Premier 
recently discussed aspiring artist dreams to make it in the music industry and why it is vital to have additional business ventures in mind. According to Primo, artists should not invest their entire lives into one aspect of the biz. Uh, he says here, you definitely got to get into other things, Premier said on an interview with DJ Vlad. Hip-hop is something you do. Hip-hop is something you live. I live, oh, sorry. Rap is something you do. Hip-hop is something you live. I live hip-hop every day, whether I'm not even making a beat or nothing. You're going to get into other stuff. Uh, I want to get into cartoons, where consumers and watchers, too, uh, I mean, we are consumers and watchers, too. Just like football players and all that, when they retire, some of them open up stores, some of them start up real estate businesses, some of them start building houses. You got to start doing other things, especially now since the recessions hit so bad and a lot of people are still in deep struggle to survive. You have to think outside of the one little box of being a rapper. Think about being an executive that can make a new business grow or be bigger so that much more so that more money pours in and more money pours in expand more from that is that simple what do you think about that brandon okay first of all can i just point out to everybody that you have a dj interview and a dj here um yeah why i don't understand that i don't understand why djs that i'm looking for interviews come talk to us why are you talking to <laughs> dj so y'all can put out collaboration mixtapes together anyway um I understand what he's saying, but if I hear one more motherfucker this year mention the goddamn recession that don't have recession money problems and uses it to make a damn point, come on, man. Like, okay, I feel what he's saying. He's, I mean, what he's saying is true. Like, these dudes need to not just invest in just a notebook. Once you get the money, you do need to start doing some ventures. Like, if you got your whole crew of niggas with you, yo, yes, man, riding on your tour bus and shit. Can we get something for these niggas to actually do? Can we go back to where we come from and start giving some some of this money back in? Like I know dudes are stingy with their rap money, and once they make it, they feel like they don't have to hand back. They feel like if they give to some charitable donation or some shit like that, that that's it. But no, black people need – that's one thing we don't do. We don't have our own. We don't start our own black businesses and shit, and that does need to happen. It's too many rich black people around here for so many black people to still be poor and living the way they live in. So, in these rich people's hometowns. So, Karen, what do you think about what he said? I understand what he says. Um, and to an extent, he's already made it. So, and not, you don't mean it in a bad way. It's like, to him, it's just words. Mm -hmm. But uh, to people that really need to hear it, they're not trying to hear that. Like, to people that really need to be hearing, you need to diversify. They're like, nigga, I won't spend my money on this. He's like, no, put your money you know in 10 different places and it's sad that those uh words of knowledge are, are, go, are going to go to a lot of their ears because for some reason especially when you start talking about this particular industry everybody thinks they can make it well most people really don't have the skills or are properly equipped to make it in that industry uh, what i will add to that is one rap money ain't always real money no it's not like a lot of these dudes you might see them on tv you might even see them on youtube on the internet whatever but it ain't always real money for these dudes where they get money like that to be able to start their own business. The other thing is rap is one of the few avenues where you cannot have much education and still be able to get in front of people. And the problem with that is you might not be able to run your own business. It's not like what he's just saying, <laughs> like when he simplifies the shit. And I hate when rap people do this in interviews. Like think about being an executive that can make a new business grow or be bigger. So that more money pours into 
and more money pours in, expand more from that, it's that simple. Nigga, it's not that simple. <laughs> yes, it, it is not that. that fucking simple. You don't know business <laughs> law. Just because you fucking, just because your name is Jeezy, that does not mean you know business law. And not only that, a lot of these God. people don't mean no harm. A lot of them can't read. A lot of them can't write. A lot of them yeah. just from high school. And I'm if not If you not majored in geometry, you might not be a great reader. No, that's right. Think about it. <laughs> that, that's a good point you brought up too, because I was actually talking to, talking about that to somebody else about the whole rappers. A lot of these rappers don't see the money that they have. Mm-mm. They get a paper, or they got reps, executives, people under them. They're accountants. They're hundreds. They're 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 numerous accountants. Okay, that they have because they don't know shit about money management. Telling them how much money they have. So on Wednesday they got a million dollars. On Friday, they got zero. And they're like, oh, understand. I just brought a yacht. <laughs> like, they don't, you're right. They're not educated. But I see what Primo's trying to say. He, I, I understand what he's trying to say. But like, you, like you're saying, too, he is making it a little too simple. But to an extent, with the things that we can do with the internet and things now, you know, like for instance, Shadow Dog Productions, we can, you can actually get out here young and start a business. And I think more people need to look at it on the positive side because we have way too many people here on in the world who will hold you back from some, nah, dog, you can't do that. That shit too hard, dog. You can't do that. You can't do that. Well, no, I would you, like to see I him. I want more people to, do, to I think, be like, I can. I think what I would like to hear him say is, and I, I mean, I guess they asked, I don't know how they asked the question, so let me just put that out there. He's probably just answering the way they were, it was asked. But I would like him to just be like, look, man, everybody need to stop trying to be a fucking rapper. How about you just go to business school and then that last part of my sentence that I said about making new music, a new business, and it'll get bigger and get more money and you can pour money into that and expand from that. And it's that simple. That will actually be simple for somebody that might have majored in business and went to college. And maybe we shouldn't be encouraging Freaky Ziggy from the Dipset to own his own restaurant. Maybe that's not as big a deal as Jamal from, you know, bed owning his restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, I get you. It seems kind of odd that we start. We always start with rap as the jump off point for young black people. Like, first you start rapping, then the shit will happen. No. Yeah. <laughs> How about you go your ass to school? It's actually a much higher chance that you're going to be somebody if you stay your ass in school. A lot, of these, a lot of these rappers, a, a lot of these rappers' stories start with I was selling drugs, I was selling mixtapes out the back of my car. I was this nigga was you in school. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I started fucking with underground rappers because of that. I like underground rappers more because their stories seem to be a little smarter than I sold drugs until I became the man. It's like actually I gotta pay back FAFSA. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, but that's a real line. Like and I and I I'm really. I hope things start to change, but I I see the same type of cycle coming where you got a lot of dudes that are dropping out of school now because they're getting signed young because they're YouTube sensations and shit. Yeah. Or because they pick up a record lil. I don't wanna see that happen, man. I want I want groups like Kids in the Hall, man. I want groups like Little Brother. I want dudes that went to school. Like I don't mind hearing a story about two cats. Yeah, we met in college, started doing music dog and uh no, I was majoring in business. He was majoring in music, and we kind of just running our own label. It's nothing wrong with being smart, you dumb niggas. Right. That's all I'm saying. Like, Crazy, it's nothing man. wrong. You write your lyrics and you expect us to listen, yes. but you, but you can't read. Like, oh, come on, man. 
and I feel you on that. Like they said, a, a fool and their money will soon depart. And what, and that's something I learned from Roger. And what people fail to realize is that when you see these people, they get a cut, but a lot of the studios, a lot of the expenses, a lot of the costs are taken not off the industry's money or not even off your labor's money. It's taken out of your money. So by the time you get down to the nitty gritty, you know, yeah, they gave you a million dollars, but you only walking away with a thousand by the time you finish paying everybody. You ain't made no money. Yo, and what's crazy too is, we, we'll sit up there and, you know, we're all agreeing right here on this podcast. But there's a lot of educated black people who get upset when they find out rappers ain't quote-unquote real. And I'm sorry. I'm coming out just saying it. Y'all dumb as shit. Y'all are some dumb motherfuckers. And y'all are like, to me, I look at you guys, and I'm about to piss off two fan bases now. I look at you guys like the people that still believe WWE is real. That's how I look at it. But Santa Claus is real. Like, like I get the people that are like, look, I like the WWE because they're athletes and they're skillful, blah, blah, blah. But yes, it's predetermined. There's a whole lot of acting and a whole lot of bullshit. Okay, cool. Me and you are straight. We agree. I wouldn't watch it, but we agree. This this shit with, with the people that are like, but Rick Ross was a CO. Okay. Do you really think Jeezy was the biggest drug dealer in the world? Do you really Hell think? No, his ass would be in jail. Like, right? Do you th- these niggas confessing the crimes on the record and nobody gonna check it out and it's all true? Come on, man! Oh I man, you gotta be bigger tweet. than that. Yo, did you see my tweet earlier today? I was watching. Um, my pops hit me up and he was like, "One of my cousins live out of area in uh, seven five seven, and he was like, "Hey, man, did you see them videos about bad news with them girls fighting?" And I was like, "What?" And I look on YouTube and they got a whole, like, they got 44-something videos of just fights in this neighborhood where I'm from. And I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. So when I'm looking at it, I see one video where they just had a dude walking through his home, yo, interviewing dudes on the corner, interviewing women sitting in front of their houses on the phone. And I started thinking to myself, why the motherfuckers in ghetto-ass areas not think that the little dude walking around with the camcorder is not an informant or an undercover cop. They always <laughs> right. think it's the motherfucker that they don't know. Right. And they look at some random dude on the corner and be like, Coco, <laughs> shoot that nigga, shoot that nigga. But you <laughs> run around, hey, yo, identify yourself. I'm little Ray Ray, shooting bug from the old town upside down. I shot three niggas last week. About to shoot one of the five <laughs> <laughs> yo, that shit is so true, man. Yo, because you put like the they, the police keep like you know I watch the wire and shit. And it's like oh we gotta put the phone tap on the phones and now we gotta figure out this code that they're using. All y'all needed was a nigga with like an iPhone to yes. come down there and be like, yo son, Will, this is real talk in the hood every day. What you talking about the B more projects, baby? We about to talk to my man D right here. D, what's up? Yo man, I'm Avon's right hand man, general. I run the crew. Right now, in that building right there, we moving weight, son. Straight heroin, straight H, dog. Come down here. We got it all day, every day. Like, like you can get the confession old tape and just go yes. down to the prison and play confession. it. Confession? What you talking about? Yeah. Like, let the hood, let the hood, we like let the whole hood know how we get down right here, dog. <laughs> and then I'm looking at you got a million MySpace views. Now, is it a million niggas in your hood? Right. No. Yeah. You just told everybody what the fuck y'all do. So oh, I can't do that shit no more now. Yeah, real talk. <laughs> it's still me that I saw that, and I was like, that would be the first nigga's ass I would whoop. 
the Yo. dude come around with the new camcorder from Best Buy. Right. The other other shit come with a microphone. Like, that's when one dude said, Yo, this shit got a mic and everything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the, the, the news, the other silly shit I had in that article that I'm not gonna finish reading is that Soldier Boy wants to migrate his career into film. Um. Film. Yeah, if you want to be an actor, and I'm, I'm, any young people that may be listening to this podcast, um, even though it's explicit rated and on iTunes, um, don't get neck and face tattoos if you think you should, you want to be a rapper or, I mean, you want to be an actor one day. If you want to be like a model or something, (laughs) probably skim back a little bit on the neck tattoos. You might want to just go to normal so you don't have to typecast yourself. You know, when they put you in a suit because your character works in a bank, you might not want to have the Wu-Tang symbol on the back of your ear. It just, it might not be good for the camera. At all. Uh, here's another article. Jazz O. Not this nigga. Jazz O. Exposes Jay-Z's early drug dealing days. Now, how do you expose something that we already know about? I don't know. <laughs> I know, right? Did, didn't he already say this? When you say jazz, oh, I just go, nigga, what? Nigga, who? Right. Come on, dog. Uh, former Jay-Z associate Jazzo is reportedly dropping a new biography called Empire State of Mind, how Jay-Z went from street corner to corner office. Now, how is that a biography written by like is that a biography of jazz O or a biography of jay-z <laughs> it's not like a documentary in book form like what yeah. what the hell and didn't jay-z drop decoded that's a while ago isn't that kind of off the same premise that's like we don't yes. need this nigga's version of what jay's already telling us uh it says here according to reports jazz discusses specific instances including a situation where jay shot his own brother he was like i shot my brother <laughs> you mean just like he said on the song um you must love me on motherfucking volume one yes Come on, dude hog oh, jazzo just go somewhere and sit down and think about what you're doing because you've been killing your own career but what what did jay say about jazz jazz had a deal but he but the nigga ain't signed his contract yep. you still mad about that yeah um oh, come on man <laughs> recalls Jonathan Jazzo Burks in a new biography, Empire State of Mind, how Jay-Z went from street corner to corner office. I was like, what the fuck did you shoot him for? He was like, I told him to stop taking my stuff. He said it was kind of an accident, but the situation got kind of crazy, and he just happened to hit him in the arm. He's done so well. Many have forgotten he started as a street hustler from the Grand Marcy houses in Bedford, uh, St- how do you pronounce it, Stuyvesant? Uh, Bed Stuy, uh, yeah. who who sold crack by the kilo. Hey, I, I like how he spelled out Stu- uh, Stuyvesant or whatever because you know this nigga's book is probably written in twelve font, double bolded, yes. double spaced. I was like, I thought that was Bed Stuy, but ooh, that don't say Stuy. No, it is Bed Stuy. It is Bed Stuy Savant, but nobody from Bed Stuy says yeah. that because the niggas can't pronounce that shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm looking like, <laughs> come on, man. I can't pronounce it. Plus, you know they pay it. You know they paying by the letter. This nigga was like, uh, Bed Stuy Savant on the <laughs> avenue of. <laughs> The Marcy Project Homes. <laughs> Let me get hold of code with the dash and everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm every time you write, every time you write his name, Sean Jay Z Carter. Um, so uh, he was like, uh, son of. 
Right. <laughs> he sold crack by the kilo. He was nearly murdered by a rival and narrowly escaped jail after the cops pulled him over when his car was loaded with cocaine. He later plunged a knife into the belly of a man he thought was stealing music profits from him, and yet he never went to jail. The biography by journalist Zach O'Malley Greenberg. <laughs> why does this nigga have an Irish and a Jewish last name? That doesn't. Well, I'll never trust a man with two last names. Um, <laughs> Zach O'Malley Greenberg out this month provides a colorful reminder of the rapper's dark roots. Man, this is just such bullshit because Jazz has always been trying to make money off of Jay Z's success. Yes. Just do you, nigga. Nobody cares about you and your story and your take. Only people that are going to listen to this shit are people that hate Jay-Z and hope to find some new dirt in your version of the tale that they can say, go go somewhere and talk shit about Jay with. Yep, I don't get it. Like, Myth Bleak has been playing his role. Y'all can call Myth Bleak a dick rider. Y'all can call him a leech. You can call him whatever the fuck you want. That nigga don't have one worry in the world, and I guarantee you he's in Jay's will. Yep. It's that real, and if niggas would have just kept their mouth, everybody want to be a front runner. Bleak ain't want to be a front runner. Bleak wanted to get the fuck out of Marcy. Yep. <laughs> he got the fuck out, and now he's chilling. Got an album, about to drop another one. No one really cares, but does he really care? No. 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 He, uh, in 2009, Jazz recruited a former friend of Jay's named Gunner to discredit the rap mogul's image. Bubble Lip Sean, he says in a video. <laughs> Done. Is, is, whatever he says after that means shit. He went from Bubble Lip Sean to Jigger to Jay-Z. Damn, you on Jazz Dick? He was a worker. He wasn't the dude. All the stuff you hearing on the records is not true. For all y'all don't know, homie wasn't that big time drug dealer gangster motherfucker that he talk about on them records. Dude was getting smacked up, robbed out in the hood. He was getting robbed. One time I was locked up, some comrades stripped him up. I got the comrades. Anyway, I got the news and told homie. Man, you just, I don't say these niggas go to prison and learn like one new word every time. Um. <laughs> I was locked up, some comrades stripped him up. I got the news and told homie he had to give his shit back. We the truth. Just ask the streets. Now see, this is the problem, man. Like, of course you can find any, any nigga to say this about Jay-Z. Like, of millions and millions of people in New York, you're going to find a dude who feels like the avenue to making money is talking shit about Jay-Z. Why we're quoting him like he's a reliable source? I don't know. Who I don't cares? know. And does it even Who matter? Yes. I'm not going to the streets to ask you shit. And I'm not going to the streets to ask you a goddamn thing. Right. Stay yo. You know why I'm not going to the streets? Because niggas like you is still in the motherfucking streets, <laughs> and I don't feel safe in the streets. Fuck that. I'm going to go ask a white person. And, <laughs> <laughs> and the, the funny thing is, man, like it, it's one of those things. Like, like everything he said, if it was true, would it make me not? want to listen to the blueprint would it make me be like oh man you know what i think he was lying i'm gonna I'm turn this shit off it ain't as hot no and, and on top of that i like my rappers to be safe it's okay if you ain't real it's okay if you live the suburban life I'm, I'm content with that yeah i don't give a fuck i don't know who these people are that care so much um grow up uh granny grammy winning rapper kanye west uh, monster music video has caused enough controversy to become banned by the television note network MTV. Why? Well, women activists Sharon Haywood and Melinda Tankhart <sighs> put together a petition requesting MTV remove the uh, controversial video. What, Karen? 
No, now they're bad monster, but y'all don't mind people shaking their asses. Well, misogyny is different as long as they're alive, you know. Um, but the smack the women shaking their asses. What's the difference? I, I, well, we'll get to that. The mainstreaming of videos like this increases the desensitized and callous attitudes towards violence against women, said Reese, one of the campaign organizers. Young people are seeing images and absorbing harmful messages with which glamorize misogyny and brutalize women. Women are reduced to sex doll-like playthings. So great is the level of desensitization that the barbaric treatment of women and girls is seen as normal and to be expected. We decided to run this campaign because he we wanted to challenge the status quo. Um, I feel the same way about this as I felt about the criticism people had against uh, the video game Bulletstorm. Like, they, they act like these two things equate each other. Like, Kanye West has a video where it's called Monster. People are literally dressed up as monsters. They're showing models who look like they've been killed or they're laying there like they're dead, like dolls are passed out. But they are, you know, they, they also have Nicki Minaj in the video and things like that. But it's just funny because these two things don't correlate. Like, no, they don't. Somebody beating a woman is not going to be like, well, you know what it was? Is uh, I, I was thinking about beating her and, you know, I really hadn't had anyone that made me feel like it was acceptable. And then MTV, MTV played the monster video in its entirety, the one time that they play videos out the day, and I decided, yes, I can beat this bitch. I just, if you can't beat them, join them. So all I'm going to do is I'm going to just start a fucking petition for violence to um, stop them from promoting violence against fat people. Because Rick Ross was sitting all up in that video just engaging niggas to come shoot his ass. So that's all I'm I'm just trying to start a petition for that. Because I don't want to be walking up the street and motherfuckers beat me because they seen Rick Ross in the monster video. So I applaud <laughs> these women for, for whatever stupid shit they plan to do in the future. Because that just opens up the avenue for me to do stupid shit in the future. Get the fuck out of here, man. All the movies and shit that come out where women get abused and raped and beaten and same thing happens with men in certain situations in movies and shit. I don't understand why this video needs to be banned. But all those rock videos, all them crazy ass videos and shit that have been playing for years on MTV with their violent album covers and everything else, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Yes, on top of that, you can have a Marilyn Manson video with blood and gore and slicing and all that stuff, which is... is tame compared to, I mean, which, this is tame compared to that, and it makes me upset because I understand your purpose, but find but find something to really stand against other than a fucking music. Here's what I want to know. Um, I don't know if these guys have heard of it, and I, hopefully I'm not giving away a big secret here, but there is an even more influential piece of uh, media that has actually done way more harm to women and people in general with many examples in it um it's called the bible um are we gonna ban that shit because every woman in the bible is evil like the coolest Uh one the coolest chick in the bible was a prostitute like i don't know if you guys have read this shit but are we gonna ban that shit like calm down kanye's video isn't doing anything i actually lost a follower because i said that people were overreacting to the monster video and she was like well what about the people that do such and such and i was like yeah that's cool but i don't really uh, agree i just think that they overreacted and yeah she she actually stopped following me on some old like fuck you shit and i was like that's cool whatever but a hard unfollowing follower right stop taking shit so personal man um all right my last hip-hop story lupe fiasco fiasco 
complica- uh, contemplated him killing himself. Uh, let's see. I was super depressed and lightly suicidal. Um, I'm not gonna read this, but this right, this title is exactly why I be telling y'all niggas stop keeping up with these rappers too hard. Because I like this nigga and I don't want to put him in the same category as uh, B.O.B. and Kid Cudi and them sensitive ass niggas. But he is obviously kind of sensitive. So let me just back off of this article and pretend like I never saw it. Let's be real. If you give me (laughs) two albums, multiple tours around the world, the amount of fans, uh, 200 and something people petitioning or 400 or something petitioning outside of Atlantic to get in to get my album released i'm not so suicide doesn't even exist in the dictionary like ain't okay i don't even know that word that all i'm saying first of all he was first of all he was lightly suicidal whatever that means is that like that is that like a sprinkle in the, the, in the forecast is that jenny craig suicide what is that yeah <laughs> Like it was light suicide. It, yes. It's only two hundred calories. Yes. Instead of taking a whole bottle, I only took two pips. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna kill myself, so I took three aspirin. I was lightly suicidal. But I hate pills. If it came in syrup form, I'd be done, gone, and dead. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> um. Anyway, crushed it up and put it in my cereal. Yeah. But this is the kind of shit that enables me to enjoy the album while the rest of y'all niggas are sitting up there like, Oops. see what I'm talking about? Fuck that bitch. That's my whole point problem with him. Guess what? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Anyway. And our life goes on. Uh, Here's some news articles. <laughs> Cop- cops. Bathroom smoking incident leads to stabbing. Wow. So another thing that smoking is causing uh, out here is bad. Yes. A man was charged with stabbing a security guard after he and his girlfriend were caught smoking in the bathroom of a West Suburban Naperville bar early this morning. Um, at 1.32 a.m., Naperville police were called to they gave the address after a report of a stabbing. According to a release from police, Blackfin American Saloon is located at that address, according to an online directory and the police news release. According to the report, the incident began when Adam Hearn, 31, and his girlfriend, Kelly Silhar, however you pronounce that, Silar, uh, 25, has been had been caught smoking in a cigarette in the, smoking a cigarette in the bathroom, and the bar security staff asked the couple to smoke outside. So, <laughs> Hearn got verbally abusive, according to police, and the couple was asked to leave. As the couple was being escorted out the bar, a fight broke out between Hearn and the security guard. Police said. Uh, Hearn pulled out a knife, stabbed the security guard in the abdomen. The other security guards then subdued Hearn until the police were able to arrive. Um, security guard was treated at the scene and then taken to the hospital where he underwent surgery for his injuries. Uh, police did not give condition of the guard. So, damn, dude. Like, they they were like, go smoke outside. And he was like, fuck that. Was Stab. it cold? Yeah, maybe it was cold. So, yeah. does that count as death by secondhand smoke? <laughs> or, by secondhand like, stabbing? <laughs> First thing I got tired. Yes. Well, they're charging him with aggravated battery with a weapon, aggravated battery with great bodily harm, possession of a weapon by a felon. Of course, he's a felon, and they're all cl- class three felonies. So over a damn cigarette. 
Yeah. And uh, he was also charged uh, with obstruction of a police officer, resisting arrest, battery, possession of drug paraphernalia, and possession of cannabis. So I kind of feel like the crime. I can't believe he it, still had cannabis's album at the <laughs> Fucked up, yo. <laughs> Go to hell, right? And then the arm gonna come back and shoot. <laughs> yo, I just, I just cannot believe. I think some crimes when people commit them, that should be like, yeah, just give him the electric chair. We're not gonna be able to re- rehabilitate this motherfucker. You stabbed a person over a cigarette. There's no rehabilitation for you. <laughs> You've that is the lowest form of doing some stupid shit. Like, like man, I stabbed him because he punched me in the face. I get that. You was protecting yourself. You stabbed the motherfucker because he asked you to take the smoke outside. <laughs> yeah, likely you stabbed him for that. Just it, give him the chair. We will not be able to rehabilitate him. See, it's an addiction. And what when the secret people won't tell you is saying people like that about their coffee. Do you know how many parents would love to stab their children when their children harassed them in the morning they hadn't had a cup? It's the same addiction. He 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 just couldn't take the separation. Yeah, it was terrible, man. A sergeant accused of having sex with murder suspect at jail. A sergeant at a local jail was charged with a felony after having sex with an inmate. Officials at the Burke Catawba confinement... Oh, this shit happened here. Uh, Catawba confinement facility said, Thomas Pearson, who worked the night shift at the facility, is charged with sexual activity by a custodian. He crossed the line, said Lieutenant Becky Weatherman. With the uh, that sounds like a made-up name. Yes, it does. That shit sounds horrible. Ah! Uh, he doesn't belong in this profession. Deputy said the ale- allegations involved murder suspect Alicia Good. I bet she was good. She no, come I was letting you do it. Come on, giggity giggity. Um, investigators first learned of the allegations Monday, but they said. They think the inappropriate conduct started a year ago and may have involved favors for good. Just favors. She get to do things she wanted like that. Like what? I need y'all to. What was I that? Don't know. I don't know. I did a job. He let her use jobs. the bathroom yeah. uh, with the door closed. What? I don't know. Uh, Channel Nine learned that the other inmates alerted authorities about the alleg- alleged inappropriate contact. Jealous. Snitches. Jealous. Bitches. Fucking snitches. See, that's what I'm talking. How you can't be in prison snitching? All of them need to get shanked. Line them up for shankings. I saw Beyond Scared Straight. They said you're not supposed to snitch in there. Yup, they were snitching. Yeah. Snitching is not allowed. That shit is not tolerated. Somebody need to send them to Scared Straight. The the taxpayers of Burke and Catawba County are entitled to good detention facility. Uh, We're going to give 100% and make sure that's the case. Officers at the facility monitor it it through more than a dozen cameras. And uh, they say they're trying to add more. Pearson will not be jailed at the facility because he worked there. After his bond was set at $5,000, he was taken to jail in Caldwell County. $50,000. Oh, 50000 I'm sorry. No problem. Uh, his first court appearance is set for Monday. Why would he be jailed there? Is it a jail for women and men? It must be. Now, they might be in separate. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he was just rewarding her for good behavior. You know what I'm saying? Help her get out. Man, I don't... Uh, anyway. Yeah. Just stupid shit. Yeah. Just makes the news. Cause but isn't there something... Sex with inmate. Isn't there something sexy about having sex with a murderer like who told the news that's what i want to know who told the news that he had sex with an inmate when i think stories like that i want to know how it got out i think stories like that leak out because once you officially file a police report it's public information and the news can just easily pick it up so i don't think anybody like picked up the phone and was like channel nine you got to see this you saying that but i believe that people out there that do that 
<laughs> I believe that somebody told Channel News. Yeah. I feel like somebody might have called and was like, so did you know Jimmy Walker was banging little Lucy Lou behind the cell? Well, we have a news person that listens to this, so hopefully she could tell us. Yeah. Enlighten me, please. Hit me up at Phenom Black. Well, she'll, Wait, she'll hit the show up. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yes. Let me know. And my thing, you know what his philosophy was? What? He was like, she's a murderer. She can murder this dick. <laughs> that was he was a trim reaper yes sir i'm killing his pussy yeah um let's see student grilled over suspicious t-shirt uh fort myers florida of course florida a high school student was questioned by authorities for wearing a t-shirt they found threatening the unidentified boy at east lee county high school in lehigh acres wore a t-shirt wednesday that read a friend will help you move but a real friend will help you move a body <laughs> wow! Wow! I don't know that that's threatening. It's a joke, uh, man. It sounds it's a funny. Joke. Yes, I've, I've seen them where they had like uh, pictures. You got this shit for Spencer's. Where they had like a T-shirt of two like stick figures moving a chair, then they had like two stick figures moving a body. So and it's just a joke, Charlie. Yeah. Let's see. Joke, school, school officials searched his belongings and found written in his notebook what to write about doodles. I've been doodling a lot lately. I enjoy it a lot more than I used to because it's maybe it's because I have more boring teachers. I could create something really amazing with them. I just need more research on the school, cafeteria, homeroom, math, main stairwell, and front of the school. Hmm. Is the joke is the joke as funny now? Are you guys laughing hard? Okay. Um. All right, buddy. Well then, problems at home. <laughs> Maybe the boy in your mama's basement. The boy told so. See, at this point, I'm like, we gotta be watching this nigga. Now, let's see. The boy told the deputy, I just found it to be funny, and I like the humor in the message. I was just free writing. The student said he has no plans to hurt anyone, and was returned to class. Wow, he was white. <laughs> 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 That have been a nigga child or a black child or a dark child. That have been they'd be like, you know what? Mm, you got under. What, wait, what's the difference between a nigga, a nigga child? Yo, <laughs> what's the difference between that? You, you know, know, you know, niggas are ratchet. You know, black children are a little bit more educated. Ah, uh, I don't need to do that. <laughs> so racist, man. Hey, but you know, my question: you have you heard of the group? Um, I have you heard of Do I Future? No. no. Oh wait, yes. I had yeah, like, uh, Chris Lambert, uh, the comedian. Uh, he sent me a video of that dude. Uh, yeah, did you see that video with him sitting on the stool? Yeah, with Easter Roach. Right, right. And it's um, what's it's Odd Future, Wolfgang, and Kill 'Em All. Right. And they uh, they're a group of young kids out of Cali between the ages of seventeen and nineteen. And they even they was on Jimmy Fallon. Um, OK Player has been pumping their music a lot. Make really good beats. They have some very they do horror. They do horrorcore rap. So they have some very sadistic, like videos, to right. say the least. Like, and one video, dude's running around with his shirt off, and he's got like blood running from his nipples and shit, and it's some crazy shit. Right. They like get mad. They like acting like they're hitting each other with shit and stuff like that. Now, when I saw that video, you know, I was kind of like, I think this might be pushing it a little too much. A little too much. Like, I understand that they are expressing themselves. But when you know people be like, oh, they're just expressing themselves. Look, 
Yeah. Y'all know what I'm about to say. Ain't no reason to even say this shit. Okay. It's too, it's, sometimes it can be a little too much. So, I don't know. What, I don't know what you thought, like, what you think of that. If you think they're just expressing themselves. I, I mean, I, nah, I think, I think rapping and music is about expression. But there's still reason to watch a motherfucker. I don't know. I'm not talking about go arrest a nigga and put him in prison. But yeah, we keep an eye on the kid who writes about killing people at school. Mm-hmm. Yes, we keep yeah. an eye on the niggas that's rapping about mass murder. Maybe we just check them out. I'm not saying they're going to do it. But I wouldn't mind if an officer was dispatched to the house. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Here's an article. You call me racist. No, I'm not talking about being racist. They, this ain't they got nothing to do with race. Yeah, could have been Eminem talking about the shit. You just see racism. You said nigga child, parent. You have no. You can't tell anybody racist again. I've never said anything on this show that compares to that. Oh, I've seen so many movies about the KKK hanging niggas and everything. I have never heard them use the term nigga child. Never. I've heard nigga baby. I've heard tar baby. Nigga child. Might as well go right for Tyler Perry. <laughs> hey, he gonna he gonna pay me. Hey, make you dress up like a man too. <laughs> can't have too many can't have too many women on the set with them. Uh, I found ah. this this is a news article that I found to be the funniest thing I've read in a very long time. Uh it's called it was on CNN.com and it's called Are Whites Racially Oppressed? Question. <sighs> uh, and I love how you can put a question mark after any type of random sentence and people are like, We can now explore this topic. All you had to do is put a question mark. Like <laughs> like the whole article is really about whites being racially oppressed but then they put a question mark and like okay we know this is ridiculous but let just hear us out that's what this question mark means dr evil shit cnn of course wrote this they marched on washington to reclaim civil rights they complained of voter intimidation at the polls they called for ethnic studies programs to promote racial pride they are some say the new face of racial oppression in this nation and their faces are white we went from being we went from being a privileged group to all of a sudden becoming whites, the new victims, says Charles Gallagher, a sociologist at LaSalle University in Pennsylvania, who reaches white researches white racial attitudes and was baffled to find that whites see themselves as a minority. Uh, you have this perception out there that whites are no longer in control of the majority. Whites are the new minority group. And now you know that this shit is all happening because of Obama. Like, if it wasn't for Obama getting elected president, these people would be a little more secure with their whiteness. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I was like, this this is the equivalent of the Washington generals who play the Globetrotters and the Globetrotters always beat them. <laughs> it's the equivalent of the Washington generals hitting a shot and then the Globetrotters going... Oh fuck! We're losing the game. What what happened? This is terrible. We suck now. Good Washington generals have two points. We have 170. Oh my ah, god! Ah. They're on a two over. Oh, that's white oppression. That's got to be an oxymoron. So yes. Yeah. White oppression. <laughs> Who is oppressing the white man? The white, the white oppression. Man? The white man is oppressing the white man. That's what makes it even more ironic. Yeah, and that's actually a true statement. And ironically, it's not bringing us together. Mm-mm. If anything, you think they would be joining us at rallies? Like, you know what? We do need to get this Lupe Fiasco album out. Yes, but no, they are still going to tea party meetings with no niggas around. 
Um, let's see. Ah. You imagine how many suicides we get a day if black people actually started oppressing white people? Come on, man. I oppressed the white people Friday. I went over to them and was like, no, you can't sit in the front of this bus. Get back. And uh, they was like, oh, just like always. You just been, <laughs> been losing since Obama took office. That's why we scared of y'all now. Like, dude, do you realize if uh, if really white people felt oppressed, we would just like I like one of my dreams is to show up to a Tea Party rally and just yell at them. How does it feel? How does it feel? Do you like that? Huh? Like just once. Try these chains on for size. Not because I think, yeah, not that I think that they're they're oppressed, but because they think they are, and I just want to fuck with them. Like, what? How are you oppressed today? Oh my god! One nigga gets a job and y'all oppressed. What do your ancestors have to say about this? Meanwhile, about black you? people. Meanwhile, black people still had the highest uh, effect at the highest by the unemployment rate, right? How come we got the highest unemployment rate, but probably the lowest suicidal rate? Man, you see, you niggas, see, niggas got something to live for. They might be ratchet, but they're trying to get out of poverty. No, but, yeah, but, that but, is something. But see, the, the, the thing about it is that most niggas can deal with a situation and they can they can improvise. Like you say, nigger rig and all this stuff. It was named after us. They know that they can make it. White folks lose a dollar. They won't jump off a bridge. <laughs> what Damn. the fuck is wrong with you? Man, you see good times. That is... No, that, but, but, no I'm, I'm, say, I'm with you. I agree. I'm saying you seen good times. We be just keeping our head above water. Yeah. Like, it's just... Yeah. You don't have time to think about killing yourself when you got... Make a wave if we can. Yes. Um, Yes. And and, and my thing is, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no. My thing is this, and it's amazing how, uh, and and a lot of it, lot of this is a white privilege thing, and not all white people think like this, but but you know, I'm gonna keep it real. Most of the money in America is owned by white people. How are you oppressed? Yeah, it just want to smack a white person and be like, but you own everything. Everything. <laughs> you own it all. Look around with yes. you. None of this shit has black people's no. names on it. We're- Even though we made some of it, invented some of it, created some of it, and uh, have been running some of it for years. And, and that's my thing. And the last thing, my thing is this. Have you ever seen a white slave? <laughs> have you? Where? Uh, on Spartacus. That's the only place I've seen. <laughs> no, no. But, but even in Spartacus. They was darker tone. Right. Yeah. They wasn't wrong. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 it is the difference. But last time I checked, the people in Africa didn't come over here to America and ship the white folks over <laughs> and enslave them. Last time I checked, it didn't roll like that. I think white people just make bad slaves. I guess, yeah, I was about to say that, yo. Can you really see Abdul Jari and Muhaku Oko enslaving, enslaving yeah. little Jonathan B. And <laughs> oh my God! Come on, dude! Really? Yeah. Like so many little white dudes are working to feel like oh, I can't. You just have to be like, I'll do it myself. Goddamn, move, white man. It would. They would spend so much time picking up white folks and carrying them out of the field from heat exhaustion. <laughs> they, they, would, <laughs> they would lose money from this shit. They have yeah. white people out there shivering in the cold. See, yeah. enslaving black folks was the best because we can work in the heat and we still a little warm in the summertime due to our. T- I mean, in the wintertime due to our tan. Man, white folks ain't right no time of the year. Yeah, they probably was just like, okay, I'll pick the cotton. Damn, you got me sunscreen. Oh, the, uh, Jake, these cotton <laughs> have thorns in them. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, hot. My bag is full. Am I done for the day? Yeah, like what a lot of people don't know is that white people were originally slaves, but when we got to America, that we just thought it would be easier if y'all switch places. Like, we just, it was just like, you know what, G, you're fucking this up. 
It's like it's like when you when you you ask your girl to do something, and you're like, "Hey, baby, can you um go in there and um finish putting up that cabinet for me?" And then she comes back because she don't really want to do it, but she try to act like she tried. So she'll be like, "I went down there and I picked up the screwdriver and tried to screw it, the nail into the wood. I'll, I'll do it myself." Damn. <laughs> Come back up there with a the damn nail in her forehead. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's how no, that's how they trick black people into doing slavery. It was like no, we tried to pick the cotton. It's hard. I, I passed out. Just fucking we do it ourselves. I guarantee you, what happened was there was a slave, and there was a white guy, and they was both working in the field, and a black guy was doing shit twenty times faster than he was. But you know, the black guy had a home. Black dude had a gun. He had a whole bunch of shit. And you know, white dude, he he gave all that to white dude. He said, "Well, look, man, if you just guard everything, I'll do the work. We can share this money together." Handed all this stuff over. Now you ain't gonna get too power hungry, are you? White dude was like, "Oh no, yeah, we saw what happened." See, <laughs> Nick, and that, Nick has had everything. And that, that exactly is why me and Brandon should be teaching history classes because yes. we know what really happened. Yes. <laughs> and our shit is way more comical than what really happened. <laughs> no, actually, actually, the shit that they try to tell us happened is pretty fucking comical. Like, like this is come on. Well, that's only that's only if you uh that's only if you watch the movie The Patriot. Yeah, uh, but 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 the shit that happened in the textbooks was not funny. I, I remember I remember I remember them days of school being like I'm gonna punch a white person today. No, <laughs> let's be real. Can can you imagine somebody telling you, yeah, man, if you just work for me for seven years, your debt will be paid off. Yeah. Like, can you imagine looking at them like? Well, you know, seven years is 365 days. Times seven. That's not that bad. My daughter will be 17 by then. Yeah, you gotta be broke as shit, man. Yeah, man, for you to agree to do some bullshit like that. Now, you ain't slave? No, I'm just an indigenous servant. Just an indigenous servant. Now, they broke, uneducated. And see, that's why they keep people uneducated. Stupid. Yes. Um, more of the article. Call it. Call it racial jujitsu. A growing number of white Americans are acting like a racial, racially oppressed majority. They are adopting the language and protest tactics uh, of an embattled minority group, scholars and commentators say. Now, I have said this for years, literally. And on this podcast, I guarantee if you can go back far enough, I talked about it on the show. Conservatives have tried to co-op racism on the radio. They've been working on this for years. And it's starting to take hold now that Obama has became president. But they have literally been putting this in for years. Just story after story of, well, this unfair thing happened. It benefited a black person. And it wouldn't happen that way for a white person. And just story after story of, you know, this the NCAA, NAACP is protesting X thing that is kind of silly. And you do this enough, enough anecdotal times. Uh, anecdotal instances, and you get people to really start believing that there is a pattern where none exists. Yes, and then not only that, here in our country, there are a lot of racial issues in our country that nobody ever, ever, ever wants to sit down and address. There's a reason that the NAAC, NAACP exists. Now, they've gotten off track over the years, but it's a reason they existed. Right. You know, everybody has a tendency to forget. They are still, but like this, history is not history until the people that were involved are dead. There are people that can tell you about slavery, the end of slavery, Jim Crow laws. So, it's still not officially history yet. Well, what I would just say is this. Look, the NAACP, I don't really fuck with them, because anytime you have to make a living off of racism, you, you, you're gonna have to keep creating false racism. You're a better nigga. 
you gonna be a one bitter nigga to the from the day you live to the day you die. Yes. Well, I, I mean, that actually not, served a purpose years ago, but now mm-mm. it's not that they see racism everywhere. It's that like I don't believe that they don't know that some of this shit ain't a big deal. They just need to make money. They don't give a fuck. It, mm-hmm. They have a bottom line, and a certain amount of racist shit needs to happen every year, or they don't make it. So <laughs> the, the the line has to lower every year. Where it's like, what happened to you? White man cut me off a line at Best Buy. Okay, cool. The protest is here. I'm calling the, you know, calling in the troops. Let's go. Um, all right, man. So uh, they put some points out for the signs of racial anxiety. A recent public region region research institution poll found that 44% of Americans surveyed identify discrimination against whites as being just as big as bigotry aimed at blacks and other minorities. Fuck you. Burn. The poll. The poll found 61% of those identifying with the Tea Party held that view, as did 56% of Republicans and 57% of white evangelicals. My question is this. Who the hell did you call? You didn't call my black ass. Well, it sounds like they polled a bunch of white people. Yes. That's why these numbers are like this. And that's what irritates me when they do these surveys. Well, that's what they... Who did you ask? That's the attitudes that they want to know. It's like, do white people feel oppressed? So, you know, I don't know they're asking me... Do white people right. feel oppressed with help? You know, they went, they, I mean, now maybe they had this idea in mind that this is what they were going to find, but these are the people they asked to get their, their attitudes on it. Man, you know how that, you know, that makes me think of where they be in those school rallies and you have the nerds that are getting picked on like every day, religiously getting picked on. And in the rally, they go, how many of you have ever been picked on? Go ahead, put your hand up. And you got like the Chilean squad putting their hand up, the fucking jocks and the football players putting their hand up, right. Ron King Queen putting their hand up, right. and the nerds put their hand up. And it's like, see, all of you have been picked on. Right. <laughs> and I'm looking and I'm like, but little Jimmy's head still got toilet water in it. Right. And it's like, oh, it's God. like how, it's like how is the dude that pushed me into the mud gonna raise his hand too? <laughs> like nigga, you didn't help me pick up these textbooks. I didn't see nobody push you down after you pushed me down. It'd be different if you pushed me because somebody else pushed you because somebody pushed them. We all oppressed, right? <laughs> uh, let's see. More colleges are offering courses in whiteness studies as white American cope with. Oh God, I would love to. Take oh this Jesus class. Christ! Can I teach uh, white studies class? Can oh I- my God! I just want to take the class. I don't even want to teach it i just want to show up and take the class and just oh chuckle and just, yeah i just want to chuckle to myself after every like lesson I'm like now turn your pages to dickies we got a whole chapter on dickies yes and banana <laughs> republicans show you how they got started yeah here's the banana Re- now canoeing and camping now that is what your that's what your homework is on yes um Oh, yo, I just real quick before I forget, because I'm going to forget. Y'all get some of the best titles for y'all shows, because if this show is not titled Racial Jiu-Jitsu, I'm stealing that shit. <laughs> I am stealing it. Yeah, I never come up with the title to the end of the, like, when I'm editing, so I don't even know what it's going to be named. Um, let's see. More colleges are from Whitener Studies, of course. A Texas group recently formed the Former Majority Association for Equality uh, to offer college students scholarships to needy white men. Um, <laughs> needy white men. Now, for the for the record, I have no problem with this scholarship. Me either. But I think that the name is funny. Former Majority Association for Equality. Suck my dick. Uh, <laughs> majority. Yeah, the former majority. White males are definitely not a majority anymore. They say. 
No, white and white males don't have the power. That's, I, no, they do have the power. They do have the power. <laughs> what? They're not they president. Do. They don't mean they don't have the power. I mean, they're like the president ever had power. They do have the power. But the problem is, you have some that never had power, that thought they had power, that feels like their power is being intruded on. So that's how you end up with this crap. Okay. I can, I can dig that. I can dig that. I just... They clearly have power. Though. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> Put it like this. Walmart they, is not owned by a nigga. They run the world. Right. They don't have nobody emailing your show talking about, thank you, Rod. Thank you for pointing it out, because we haven't had power for a long time, Rod. <laughs> it's been two <laughs> years. Time. Okay, when I grew up, my dad had power. We had a guy working in the field. We had power. It was great. And now we don't have the power. Right. Kanye West. Kanye West released a song called Power. No white people in it. None. What is that shit, bro? Yes. He released uh, a song called All of the Lights. I see no white people in it. Where's the likeness? Uh, I don't understand this. Let's see. You had U.S. Census. I'm going to release all of the whites, Rod. All of the whites. <laughs> U.S. Census Bureau projection. <laughs> no rhythm. Yeah, all of the whites would be off the hook, though. I might check that out. I, I would support that 100%. Yeah, it's going to probably be a country music song, though, yes. by the time all it gets done. All of the whites. Yes. Turn on the whites in here, baby. All of the whites. Extra white, I want y'all to see this. Yes. Yes. But also sun, baby. I'm talking about white house, white lawn, white skies, white clouds, all of the whites. Uh, I'll, let's see. U.S. U.S. Census Bureau projections that whites will become a minority by 2050 are fueling fears that whiteness no longer represents the norm. So by 2050, by 2050, you guys won't even be alive by 2050. People in the Tea Party will all be dead by 2050, and they're sitting up here like, "But by 2050, we really won't be the majority." All of the whites. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Conservative talk show. No, no, I can't. <laughs> it got country music. I'm sorry. Conservative talk show host Rush Limbaugh argued a radio show that Republicans are an oppressed minority in need of civil rights movement because its members willingly sit back to the bus and are afraid of fire hoses and dogs. Right. What? Word. See, see, that's, see, that's why I can't Word. miss Rush Limbaugh. But, right. These are the people they are quoting as as examples of why whites are oppressed in this article. Think about that. Fox talk show host Glenn Beck led a march on Washington attended primarily by white people to restore honor and once called President Obama a racist with a deep-seated hatred for white people and white culture. He later said he regretted making that comment. Now let me tell you this though. When he did that march and he had uh, Dr. Martin Luther King's cousin's uncle, sister's best friend, dog's Newspaper mail boy milkman's uh, cousins that had yeah that went <laughs> yes. to school with once that saw Martin Luther King in a grocery store in a picture on the front of the <laughs> thing. Right. Well, they had that bitch up there talking. It was not about race, remember? But now it's like, well, it was all white people. Um. Anyway, man, I'm not reading the rest of this shit. Just Thank know you. that I find Did it. Did we loud. read a whole lot of it? I don't remember us reading. I just keep singing all of the whites <laughs> in my head. I don't. Read. Well, let's get back to something. Frogs porn found on magistrate's laptop. Ch- time out. Frog time out. Now I'm done. 
I'm going to send you this link through Skype because I want you to see where they put the apostrophe in frogs porn. They make it seem like it's the frog's porn. Like the frog owned some porn, but it was somehow found on a magistrate's laptop. Huh, you think he clicked on it, but have an under the seat. That was not a frog, but yes, probably. Frogs like yes. that kind of shit. Yes, they do. Um, under the pond, then? <laughs> under the linen pad. Uh, a, magistrate, <laughs> a magistrate has narrowly avoided jail after being caught with a collection of extreme pornography, including images of women having sex with a gerbil and a frog. Is that the frog in the picture with his eyes blurred out? Well, we want to protect his anonymity. That frog is not 18. <laughs> you said his amphibianimity? Okay. Yeah, it doesn't, they don't even live to 18. Yes, they they, they they keeping the money shot so you can't see it clearly. Yeah, that's sperm on that frog's face. That's I why it's coming. That's what it's like to me. You know, what, you know what else is funny, too, is that, um, like, <laughs> they're saying, like, like, they, like, they're saying that, you know, these women had sex with a frog, but how do we know that this frog wasn't talking to these women and telling them that he would turn into a prince with a lot of money if they would just fuck him? Ribbit. I mean, that's what our fairy tales say. And, and my, my thing is that... Disney does not agree. I, I don't even understand how that's possible. It means that a male frog they have a sex with? Well, listen, Karen. If you know how it's possible to kiss a frog on the lips and then he'll turn into a prince, right? Right? Yeah. Oh, God. Right? From fairy tales? Well, maybe these frogs need a little more. Maybe they kissed him and it didn't work and he was like, well, if you let me get some of that pussy, uh, Ribbit, yeah, uh, maybe we can uh, put something out, Ribbit. So it's all about it's all about uh, it's all about with the male frogs for the women. If y'all kiss them on the on the mouth, if you kiss them on the lips, they turn into a prince. But I guess if you kiss them on a froggy dick, they turn into a pimp. Like what? I don't understand. How does, how does this? How does this fairy tale actually play out? Or either if it's a male on a female frog, does she give good hair? A male on a female? I'm, I'm, oh man, a man the, having sex with a. Well, I did see that yes. monkey fucking frog in the mouth, and that was. Ah! I think she turns into Anna Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so it says here, uh, Michael Hall, 46, who is also a school governor and worked on... Dexter? Michael C. Hall? Uh, is he 46? Oh, no, I'm just messed up. I'm, um, I'm around. Michael, Dexter's name is Michael Hall. Yeah, I know. I, know. I, was, <laughs> I was going with the joke. Uh, didn't want to slide it up. Um, who is also a school governor and worked on a council pro- panel to protect children, downloaded the disgusting images on to his laptop computer. When police raided his home, they found more than 230 photos and 150 videos showing women engaging in sex acts with horses, donkeys, dogs, a gerbil, a frog, and a live snake. Um, wow. That I went down the whole animal planet, didn't it? There's 150 <laughs> videos of that shit? Yes. Wow. Yeah, that is, uh, like more than that. 150 people at least had to decide, I'm gonna fuck an animal and record it. Yes. It must have been that same nigga in the hood that's getting all the, the shit on tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dog, we down here right now, son, in the hood, in the streets. We got donks. Dog. What's your name, nigga? My name's Lil T-Bone from across the way. Mama raised me with three kids. Two by the foot, two by the head, bow. Listen to a lot of ghost face. Now I'm saying, been out of prison twice. Got a pack in my back pocket. Sold crack for three years. Moved up to cocaine. Now I'm living that Tony Montana lifestyle. You heard? What about to go rob this nigga. We over here. <laughs> hold, put the camera on, dog. We over here with the frogs and the snakes. About to fucking boat. Let's go. Yeah. Come here, hoes. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we over here by the haystack with a horse and Z. You know, we got 
sneak up on a horse, you know, you mess around the wrong way. The horse will sit on you and you might die. You know, I see that shit happen, dog. I see that shit happen. Now, no snitching. Anyway, are you recording? Um, let's see. Police, police acted on a tip after learning the magistrate from, they give where he's from, had an account on a file sharing website, which was raising concerns. <laughs> they found the filthy porn stash when they raided his home. Uh, there's some editorializing going here. How do we know it was filthy? Just because it involved animals and people. Yes, just, you know, <laughs> sir. Just because you put a little sperm on a dog, that doesn't make it porn. Hall admitted 21 specimens charges, uh, specimen charges of possessing hardcore pornography when he appeared before the Leeds magistrates. He was sentenced to a three-year community order, which requires him to spend 144 days completing a program for sex offenders. He was also ordered to pay 85 euro towards court costs, and he will be supervised by probation service for three years. Now sex look. offenders? Is he going to the people sex offenders or the animal sex offenders? issues. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he gonna be the only for the class. They gonna be like, so what, what are you struggling with? Well, uh, I touched, I touched my 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 little cousin. He's only six and couldn't control myself. I think about it every day. But since I've been in the program, I've been doing this. Okay, well, what about you, Michael? Well. Uh, I was walking here today and I saw a cat and I just went right back to that time in my mind. You know I love pussy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the cat's name was Pussy and Pussy she had. Yeah. Like, it come on, good. dude. Like, what does he, well, what do you do with this dude? There's no training for him. No, it's not. Um, but and also I like that it only cost him I don't know what the exchange rate is but 85 euros seems a little light yes <laughs> I don't know what that translates to American dollars yeah this nigga I... got he got a lighter sentence than Chris Brown <laughs> Damn. 24 days uh, and and some and some 85 dollars yes um let's see he was governor at three schools well, at least he didn't have kids on there. He's a member of the Children Council and Young People's Scrutiny Panel, which is made up of counselors and lay members. Uh, he helps lay scru- members. <laughs> yeah, probably. He helps scrutinize the council's work in relation to policies and procedures affecting young people, such as how children in care are looked after and anti-bullying strategies. Um. So, wow, this dude was just uh. You know, he was about them animals, dog. Yeah, he already resigned. Yeah, he'd have had a good time on Noah's Ark. <laughs> now this, no oh gang bang shit. He yes. was like, I'm getting all for this, all this, all for me. Giraffe, zebras, bring it on. No, well, you shouldn't have. Yes. I know this was a, I know this was a sex cruise. Fucking pussy buffet, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all keep fucking these humans if you want. <laughs> Get on your hoofs and knees. Yeah. <laughs> the box. I got, I'm messing with this orangutan over here. Come on, furry. You ever got a head from a giraffe, nigga? Anybody against <laughs> having sex with all these animals? Nay. <laughs> I will proceed. Yo, man. <laughs> giraffe, giraffe oh. head got to be the best. You got to be the best, most, most cleanest pleasure, man. Giraffe head. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that. The giraffe does have to work. You know, it got that long yeah, neck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you know they swallow. You know they swallow. <laughs> you know giraffes like reaching for shit. Yeah. I just keep um, coming. Let's see. <laughs> University professor apologizes for sex toy demonstration. 
This is the last story. Um, a Northwestern University professor who allowed a couple to demonstrate a sex toy in front of students apologized Saturday, saying he regrets upsetting people and should not have allowed it. Oh, uh, you don't think? <laughs> I, mean, I have a question. Was it? Did they like? Are we, are we getting into the story? Okay, I'm don't, sorry. Don't jump ahead. Okay, I want to be sure. Okay, go ahead. While psychology, this nigga is a psychology professor. He's not even like the sex professor. Like, he's like, psychology professor J. Michael Bailey called the incident a mistake. He also said the February 21st incident provoked important debate about issues including academic freedom and the effect of sexual attitudes on education. Uh, I am sorry that these issues that are important have been raised this way instead of directly through words and arguments in the classroom. That said, now that they have been raised, let's talk. Wow, so, really? That's a really terrible uh, apology, though. God, that, that is a you know. Well, uh, since it happened anyway, and everybody's hey. talking about it, let's talk, dude. That's like uh, your girl, your wife comes home from work early and catches you in the bed fucking some chick. And you go, Ooh. well, I'm sorry you found out this way, but listen, we have issues in our marriage, and this is a good platform for us to start <laughs> talking and let's get a dialogue going on why I am fucking this bitch. Oh my god, <laughs> seriously. People need to cut the shit. Uh, it was the first time Bailey has expressed regret for the incident, which drew national headlines. University President Morton Shapiro said he was troubled and disappointed by it and had ordered an investigation. The event took place in an optional after-class session for Bailey's human sexuality course at the prestigious private university near Chicago. Bailey previously explained he wanted students to learn about sexual diversity and information from quote-unquote real people. That tells you he's a freak. He's like, I got something up my sleeve. Uh, it's going to involve real people. So uh, what he did, about 100 students chose to attend a, following a, le- a larger lecture. Uh, what he did was he uh, held a class that um, was like a Saturday class or some shit. Oh, not on the schedule. You know what I'm saying? Like an optional class. <laughs> right? And he invited Ken Melvoinberg, co-owner of Weird Chicago Tours, who brought a woman and a man for a discussion of the female orgasm. Melvoinberg suggested they demonstrate use of the high-powered equipment they bought, and they brought, <laughs> and the professor agreed to the idea. High-powered equipment? Damn, what they set up a lawnmower? I think you just must use D batteries. I don't know. know. A lawnmower. They set up. They set up one of those. uh, They set up one of those fucking machines. Like they have them on the internet. Oh wait, it's just me that's heard of that. Okay, no, no. Um, (laughs) So it says for me, I'm. Basically, he said, you know, some people were like. So anyway, they do it, and um, he says that they received a hundred percent positive feedback during and after the demonstration. So people was like, yeah, fucker, dude. And then um, he's like, yes, it was 100% positive feedback. And then he said, but some students left while it was happening. Now, is that well, really not, 100% not, they, feedback? That's that's just, like, hold up. <laughs> no, that's because they got their nut off. That's the only reason they left early. Them niggas bust. Them niggas was, well, I got mine. Uh, I'm out. Man, the people that, came here for. I'm just going to go on a limb and say the people that left, let's count them in the did not agree pile. Yes. Let's just <laughs> throw that out there that possibly you did not get 100% agreement with the bullshit you just pulled yes. off. <laughs> Especially since you didn't tell people what you were going to do. Yes. You can't be like, so we have an optional class. Uh, what's it about? It's about real people doing real things. 
Okay. Um, well, I guess it'll do. I guess it'll get my grade up if I. Yeah. I, I am struggling in this class. Yeah. Yes, it's a good opportunity to learn about human sexuality. Yes, and nobody wants to come in to boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> Here to talk about real people and real things. Yeah. I, I've been, you know, a lot more. I'm yeah, you pull out, you lawnmower. pull out a sex toy with a motorcycle handle. Yes. Like, we got on, issues. Bro. Um, let's see. During a time of financial crisis, war, and global warming, this story has been a top news story for more than two days. He said in a statement posted on the WLS website that this so is so reveals a stark difference of opinion between people like me who see absolutely no more harm in what happened and those who believe I was profoundly wrong. So. First of all, anytime you start quoting, yo man, the economy, war, and global warming is going on, and y'all worried about me, you are wrong. Yes, you are. You are fucking wrong. <laughs> and, 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 I can't use that shit at home. Karen can't come in the house and, and be like, so baby, uh, you said you was going to have dinner ready for me uh, tonight. You said we was going to go out. Baby, it's the economy, global warming, and the financial crisis <laughs> and war going on, and you, you in here bitching about some dinner? Are you serious? <laughs> you are wrong. Talking dog. about dinner. We ain't here talking about some muck about dinner, man. I win games every night. I dunk on niggas. We talking about dinner. What I, I, can, I can chew with dinner. Just don't mess with nap time. Nap time, I'm going well, all I, I'm not reading the rest of this because it's very—it's almost at the end. But and my, my thing is that mm-hmm. for him doing this, he should have told people that's what he was going to do, and then some of the other people wouldn't even have came. Right? You don't. Well, everybody came, but you don't speak. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't pull out fucking like that. Like he's acting like he's going to like he could just walk in class and be doggy styling the woman as he gave his lecture and be like, "What? What's the? Why are you leaving? What's the problem? I don't get it." Yes, anyway, so she's gonna show you how to suck a dick next, and I'm sure you guys will wanna stick around for this. Like, yeah, dude! she's gonna show you the two hand blow job, you know. Right, her what happened? hand can do the one hand. What happened to teaching the fucking class? That's right. I've seen pornography that starts off like this. Yes. And that's okay because it's pornography. That's right. You can't do this. If I paid my tuition for this shit, now, personally, I wouldn't be upset. But my parents would be mad as shit if what? I came home was like, so what What do y'all learn in that class? Well, I saw a woman fuck a machine. Yeah, I'm gonna need to uh, see that syllabus one more time. Yes, I. You better have got an A in that class, son. Seriously. <laughs> Alright, man. So it's been another episode of Black Out Tips Podcast. Of course, it was brought to you by ShadowDogProductions.com. The Trim Reaper. You can't lose the dating game if you don't play. Uh, DVD that we watched that had a great time yes, watching. Yes, we did. Go to, the Shadow Dog, go to ShadowDogProductions.com. Check them out. Uh, we had Brandon on from Where's My 40 Acres uh, podcast. Make sure you check them out. Go to Where'sMy40Acres.com. Go to iTunes. Search Where's My 40 Acres. Make sure you listen to their Eargasm album reviews. They're very good. Trust me. I've heard them myself. Um, and of course, you know, check us out too, theblackouttips.com. Look on the right hand side, click the donate button. Go to our forum tab on our page and join the forums. You can even join with your Twitter account. Just sign up right there. You're in the forums, you're making posts, you're having fun, interacting with the rest of the fans, and we try to be on there too. Um, and of course, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodriguez Prime. I'm say that again, that S N D A T. And of course, Brandon's Phenom Black, uh, B-L-A-K, no C, please. <laughs> Hold the C on that shit. And uh, don't forget also, email the show to blackouttips at gmail.com. 
Call the show 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. We respond to those on Saturdays. And um, until next time, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Hey yo, Indian head, Jerry, out Egypt with the wrist of fury, spanking brace the rock basics, trick banded ghosts, brick granite at the US Open with my whole limb, slapping up 50 scramblers, niggas said the two was classic. A lot of crackers in the game, yo, but your shit is the only lasting cream rap, militant flow, combination with Swahili and dough. Guarantee we does that in the beats like pizzas. All I know is reaping street stuff. Stay fly, moving in fleece, what? Traveling the continents with confidence. Cuban links three coming. Don't know when, but the time is running. Bang knees on, Ronald Hill lean on Freestyle, you want it from Ghost and throw cream on Suited up, smell like Fahrenheit with jeans on Not the white side of wedding Come and get your bling on next winter We in the lawn cabins, more baggage, more savage Central Park killers, that equals more stabbings You read the papers, more harvest like Amityville Profanity kills, you like lint on a raggedy silk We ride bulls, rock Jews, you heard the interludes Blow up beds in the 50-yard swimming pool Jumping out of planes for dope Gucci parachutes have dual Raheem Written across is the attribute, sway locus, low stars. My little grandson wants the 2010 Mercedes Benz go kart so he can pull out the lollipop keys on him. His pops have pushed the Bugatti drop V on him, stampede on him. Rap playoffs got a 3 nothing lead on him. Sparking them, she's like, we quoting our degrees on him.